the sound card. Maybe it's the sound card. There's definitely something with the audio, because like yep. that's I'll, you'll hear you'll hear the uh, podcast tomorrow, and then you uh, compare it to when I use the mic on this. <coughs> yep. Great. It's yeah. one of yeah. the levels in the I've actually I've actually open, listened to my. You open you open sound settings and then just fix your own. I think it's Brian. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think did that. I, did I think before. we need to stop blaming other people. I think it's just Brian. I think it's Carlos. Yeah, it's Carlos. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> Carlos sorry. bad. Like, I'm so Carlos, sorry. Every every audio device that you hold or use is gonna be fucked up. It's not even. It's not even about the audio device anymore. It's just about yes, the user now. Uh, yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we hate you, Brian. Terrific, I mean, Carlos. Sorry. Terrific. No, we don't. We really hate you. Great show. Okay. All right, guys. Okay. Episode four of uh, the backboard. We kind of did it already. This is the midweek show, uh, recording on Yay. Wednesday night and uh, releasing on. Uh, ideally, you hopefully listen to this like a Thursday morning on the way to work. My name is Pat. I'm with uh, four beautiful men. So, uh, who's who's up? Hi. Hi, I'm Carlo, and I'm back. You're, you're, I'm a bit late, but your mic's better now, for sure. Yeah, thank you. I'm, th- I'm thank you for that, Mister Pat. I uh, mean, uh, I, I I haven't listened to myself on the previous podcast as of yet, but I'm looking forward to what will be sound tomorrow. Well, I'll tell you what, it's uh, about seventy percent better. I mean, it could be better still, but at least you're not cutting in and out. Aha. Yep, I mean, I think I might have to buy, you know, a legit, a really good, a really good sound system for my. Not, not even like a sound my... system. Just buy a cool, a cool mic. Uh, yeah. Okay. Arnie, what's up, buddy? Hey, hey, this is also the first episode of the whole quintet, so I'm really excited to get down to basketball with you guys. Yeah, especially with how the Thunder's been handling things. Oh yeah. Uh, who's up next? Uh, Carl John. What's up? Oh Hello. God! How, I'm back. How clean is your phone mic, man? That's so clean. What uh, phone are you using? Clean, cleaner than bright. I, I mean, Carlos. <laughs> yeah. What's your phone? It's it's Honor Play. Honor Play. Sponsor yes. us, dude. Sponsor us, Honor Play. Please, please. sponsor. Please don't search for it because you're gonna do the keyboard sounds. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, we've got Greg. Hi, Greg. Hey, I'm Greg. Hi, guys. What's up? What you been up to? Um, I don't know. Like, what's happening? Um, because <laughs> uh, my sister graduated today. That's so right. I attended her. I, t- oh, I attended her. Congrats. Yeah, I attended her. I attended her graduation rites, and then we ate. A lot of food at this buffet and we just ate for an hour because they have a time limit we we are yeah. live at late lunch so we only have an hour to consume a lot of food so kind of stuff so I, i'm not satisfied because i didn't eat like on my own pace but come on food is food I my a, belly is full i have a question so, so is it like you were you're given one hour or did you arrive there and then you only had one hour left for the lunch buffet yeah, we have we arrived there and we only have like an hour to enjoy the lunch buffet. Oh, th- it's, so, it's like so. it's like the it's like what happened to my my graduation with my brother. 
this is yeah. this is this is a problem with like graduation programs. They're super long that they they're ruining your lunch plans. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. But but buffet. like I was so surprised because uh, earlier when they were calling the names, they were doing it rapid fire style. Like they were saying five names at one time, then the five people will like go into the stage, then get their diplomas, then have their picture. The next batch, it is. It's so efficient. We started late at around like 10 a.m. We could have started earlier, but we finished at like before 12. So that's nice. And the commencement speaker is, you know, a human rights lawyer here, the Philippines, uh, Chel Diokno. Yeah. Yeah, the message for the 2019 graduates, just you know, just leave. You can make the world a better place. Damn, that guy's next president. Yeah, boy. That that's my that's my that's what that's my day, you know. And we were like, I was talking to this chick. Uh oh. Um, about underlords. There we go. Yeah, we're gonna play underlords tomorrow. Uh, I mean Pat. Oh, can't be out. There we go. What, what about tonight? No, she's sleeping. All right. How did you know? She said. Okay. Good I for you. I trust people. Mr. I trust people, Carlo. Good Not for like you. Feels weird, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. I'll, right. I'll I'll leave it at that. All right. So I'll, I I don't know if you've been on the interwebs recently. I realized that I got super old, right now because I didn't understand. Memes. I don't understand memes. I'm usually the one. I'm the guy that memes, right? What? So there's this new meme about the Area 51 thing, and then like how people yeah. are gonna be invading it. Yep. I don't find yeah. it funny. Is there something? Oh, it's not funny. It's not you funny. You're not supposed funny. to find it funny. You're not supposed it's to find just, it funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like the, an ironic meme. Like a meme doesn't have to be funny. It's like an idea. So yeah. like it, everyone's like. Yeah, there. Everyone's pitching in their own idea on Ideas, how to yeah. approach the, the area fifty-one invasion. I mean, have you seen the plan, sir? Yeah, they're going to Naruto run and yeah, evade all the bullets. Funny. They're all the initial one was the initial one was good, but like all the follow-through with the whole event was so bad that excuse me, what the fuck? Who's Somebody's dying? Gonna, Who's dying, dying there? Are you okay, <laughs> buddy? Are you okay, sir? Yeah. Anyway, so about the okay. Area Fifty One thing, you know, uh, yeah, you know, I play StarCraft, right? Uh, Nerd. The entire sub, the entire StarCraft subreddit, you know, they've been planning on invading Area Fifty One using our battle cruiser. Did you know what our battle cruiser, sir? Yeah, it's a Terran ship. I also play yes. StarCraft, also play sir. StarCraft. Yes. Anyway, so we were we we're planning to warp in our battle cruisers during the invasion day, and voila. That's it. You don't have to find it funny. It's Freaking an idea. Bands. Where would you get a battle cruiser? Uh, no Zerg rush. <laughs> Let's go. No, the, technically that's what they're planning to do—a Zerg rush. Well, okay, that, that's the name of the story. I have no idea. I haven't played. I haven't played StarCraft at all. You should it's do. Okay. It's it's free. You should. You should, you should play. We should I mean, play. Like honestly, I think it's too late. Like if I get into a random match, it's gonna no. be really super. No, it's never, no, 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 it's never too it's late. Never too late. Yeah, it's, it's never too late. late to play StarCraft. No. Like the funny thing is, when I hop into a multiplayer match, like I'm building like my uh, my, cause I always play Terran, uh, Carlo. I I make my depots right. Then. Yep. 
I I got match up with this dude who's using Sir Grush and you know I'm just bi- biding my time making my depots. Then after a while or just a second, I, I'm my base is destroyed. Oh, feels bad, man. I mean, I also played Terran before. Before uh, during a few years ago, I was I was very active. In the StarCraft 2 scene, and I was I was literally grinding the ladder. I reached up to uh, platinum playing Terran in the NA server and uh, going as far as platinum. I don't know. I I don't feel like I don't. I don't Having, have those. How good? Wait. How good anymore. is platinum? Like like, do you have an idea of how many what percentile of players you are if you get the platinum? Mm, can you can you rank yep. yourself? Can you rank yourself using NBA players? Yikes. Um, platinum. It's like your uh, Mike Conley, like uh, Drew Holiday. Drew oh, Holiday. it's pretty ah, good. That's, that's okay. Wow, yeah, yeah. Drew Holiday. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so there's 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 one Filipino uh, esport uh, professional in StarCraft, right? Ender. Yeah, How I will know. you rank him with NBA players so we can have a, like a like a comparison? Mm, Paul George. Oh, oh okay. He, Damn. That's, he, no, no, no. I mean, yeah, he's Paul George. If you're going to compare only the uh, here in the Southeast Asian region, because um, if you're going to compare the entire world, no, no, I no. Mean, I, I just want, I just want to compare yeah. you guys. Like, if he, you're yeah. Drew Holiday and yeah, he's Paul George, he's PG. Yep. That's yeah, how good he is. You're, you're still good. Dude. So he's Drew clearly Holiday. better. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, clearly better. he's clearly yep. better. But Drew Holiday yep. is a no joke. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty good. But. Um, actually, I'm gonna take that back. I think he's got he's LeBron James. He's that good. Oh, he's the best okay. Filipino. Yeah, he's the best Filipino StarCraft. Too. How about Javale McGee? That's a little far off. That's a little far off. Maybe uh, gold. Gold. I think if I I rank myself as a like a StarCraft player using NBA players, I'm gonna rank myself with the slowest guy that I could find. Can you can you say something? Nah, he's pretty good though. He's he's Johan fast. He's, he's quick. He's quick. I think. Johan um, no, no, no. Uh, much worse. Well, this is the slowest. Pl- Yao Ming. Yeah, who's Anthony... the slowest guy that you could think of? In the I'm NBA? thinking like Yao Ming, cause like I've seen him run like, when Davis, he was he uh, after like got his injuries and all. There was this one. There was this one dude. Uh, you remember Giant Gonzalez, the wrestler? He used yeah. to be in the NBA. What the fuck? The what? Eight what? Guy. Yeah, he, the eight four guy. He used to be in the NBA, and then he played for the Hawks. Then he didn't really play as well because he was so tall that he can't run. Oh my god, he He's did so good. He did, he did. El Gigante. He so that he decided Is to just Will Chamberlain slow? Oh no, that dude's a beast. That dude is a beast. Um, he doesn't need speed. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyways, my my point being is that I'm bad at like macroing. I'm good at microing uh unit, but I'm bad at macros. Like, I can't send my like my marines and use my um my uh, U- uh SCVs fast. Freaking nerds. Mm, the thing is, the thing is, uh, macro. You uh, if you're if you're playing Starcraft. Oh, like ninety percent of the time, you should be macroing. You can climb up the diamond without microing your units. That's you can the just thing. Eat. Yep. I can't. I can't macroing. I can't macro. 
Like okay, that's why I, I just stick to MOBAs and play Dota 2 or yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah, mini yeah, RTS. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Let's uh, get into the thick of things here. No BS. We're uh, ranking the uh, Western Conference today. All 15 teams. So that's gonna be exciting. Uh, sort of like a preview for the upcoming NBA season. Uh, so uh, no BS. Let's uh, get started. Who wants to take this first? Alphabetical. What does that mean, Carlo? Um, maybe we should do it like uh, alphabetical order. <laughs> I mean, he literally just said, what does that mean? Okay, so 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 what happened was we we did it. We had the random drawdowts with the teams, right? So yeah. let's just go through the list of teams, and whoever got gets that will talk about what team they get. So yeah, I think that should be fine. So who got the Blazers? I got the Blazers. <laughs> Wait, I have a list here of the, the teams, so I guess we can start. So the first up on the list is the Dallas Mavericks, if we're going to go with the yeah. uh, state name first. Yeah. All right, Luke's got Dallas. Dallas. Dallas? Who got Dallas? Who got Dallas? Who got Dallas? Who got Dallas, guys? Okay. Okay, not Dallas. Let's not, let's not do Dallas. <laughs> let's do the Blazers first. All right. Which is mine. Yours. So the Portland Trailblazers, a uh, pretty decent team, can go potentially to the semi, uh, the, like the finals or the semifinals of the Western Conference. Uh, I think they got beaten last year by wait they they beat OKC last year <laughs> Dagger Three Dame Lillard. Almost. I, I, I have no remem- I have no memory of this. <laughs> Dude, I have the mem. I have a memory of this. Damn. Man. Like Paul George throwing shade, like saying that was like a bad shot. I well, it is. Uh, well, it is, right? I mean, there are no bad honestly, shots. Honestly, lo- looking at it now, the the shot that destroyed the OKC as we knew it was that was so legendary. Mm. But, it literally blew but, them up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like it said, it like it made Presti say that. Oh, it's time to rebuild. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, the up. whole the whole rivalry between Westbrook and Lillard was so dumb that it's always Lillard who's winning, because he's just he's just that good. Who's but what, what were you saying about their ceiling? Their ceiling. Okay, so as a team, they they got they got better, I think, yeah. because yeah, they uh, got white side. They they got Whiteside and uh, in the playoffs they also lost Yusuf Nurkic, which was a beast in the regular season. Um, they also got Kent Bazemore from uh, yeah. Atlanta, very good player, uh, like athletic, speed, defense, and can shoot. And then Damian Lillard, I I don't think age is gonna catch up to him yet. He's twenty nine. That's that's like prime, and then like maybe in the, in the next two years. Uh, he's gonna dip a little bit. TJ McCollum, we've seen flashes of him in the playoffs, pretty good. Um, I don't know how much CJ McCollum can grow, because I think yeah. he may have already hit the peak of his uh, his skill, and it may like you know it's the same with Dame, like a few more years and then they're gonna start to uh, trickle uh, trickle down. Uh, playoffs, are they gonna make it to the playoffs? Absolutely. Uh, ceiling, probably. Around third, I'm gonna say they're gonna be third or second seed. That's that's their best in the Western yeah. Conference. Pretty realistic, and then um, that's what everybody popping off, though. So the worst case scenario is like Yusuf Nurkic gets uh, Yusuf Nurkic and Enes Kanter 
they get both injured. Hassan Whiteside's not Canter's the healthiest. Canter's out. out already. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sorry, Canter is. Uh, Nurkic and Whiteside. Yeah. Or like Whiteside's not the healthiest of centers either. Hell yeah, he's also one of the worst in terms of like efficiency. He's just he's super good defender though. Yeah, he is. But the problem is you have two centers now with Yusuf Nurkic and yeah. Hassan Whiteside. I don't I don't know who's gonna. I don't know who's gonna take a backseat to this. I don't know if I mean, either with, of them can play power forward though. With I Miami though, it, it's always been Whiteside who's the bench guy, especially mm. with Adebayo well, I, last year. Like, I think, like, I think that's just better. like uh, a byproduct of uh, trying to move on from Hassan Whiteside. They, they really wanted to put Bam Adebayo. They kind of have similar play styles. They're both athletic big men. Yeah, but he's younger. Yeah, that's why they wanted to play him. They wanted to get rid of Whiteside. That's why they were benching him. Yeah. I think um, I agree with most of it. Um, just that Whiteside will be benched once Nurkic is back. Or the other way around. It's like, mm. I want to keep Nurkic for the playoffs, I guess. Mm. That's true. But I think um, Nurkic will be all, will always be your starter because he's, he's younger than Whiteside. Yeah. Okay. Prime uh, so players. Prime players. Nurkic or Whiteside? Who, who, who are you guys taking? Nurkic. Nurkic. Okay. No question. Because Nurkic has the offense for it. Nurkulu. And like Whiteside, um, his, de- on his defense is his yeah. defense is good. He's not great like before, so I'm definitely taking Nurkic. Mm. Also, work ethic is questionable for Hassan White. So that's why Nurkic. Yeah, and this guy gets passes too. Nurkic is great defensive. Offensive rebounds and can pass the ball too. So oh, yeah, you remember you remember the time when uh, the, the Nuggets had Nurkic and Jokic at the same time. Like, they were playing me. at the same. Oh, yeah. Man. Hey, hey man, man. I, I I have one thing to bring up to you later. Okay. <laughs> I th- I think Nurkic is not gonna reach that level if he stays at the Nuggets. Oh yeah, of course. That would be true. I think. I think they would both be stunted by with their growth. Yep. Yeah. That's one of the more underrated trades that happened. Well, yeah, I didn't even know that he came from the Nuggets. I just learned that <laughs> a while ago. No, you know why I know <laughs> that. You know why I know that. I I was playing two K seventeen, and I was drafted to the Nuggets, and I was like a big center that has point guard skills, like like Jokic right now. And <laughs> I was surprised that Nurkic was their like th- like second, uh, second unit. Second unit, or he's, I think it's third. He's a third stringer in the 2K17 yeah, he got, lineup. He got bench. That's why he wanted to leave. Or like Jokic doesn't want to play bench, hmm. so they had to choose either one. So they traded uh, Jokic. It's a good yeah. move for him. Yeah. Yeah. Let's I'm go. Let's, it let's go back to the Blazers and their catch. Just forget about Jokic for for now. So yeah, just like the, the, just to round out the Blazers, like their floor is everybody getting hurt. Uh, I think Damian Lillard doesn't really get hurt, so he's gonna be a constant. And can Damian Lillard uh, bring this team into the playoffs, the eighth seed alone? Probably. Wait, not. he has CJ McCollum, right? Yeah, but CJ McCollum is like he sometimes gets hurt. Unlike and Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard's a freaking unit. I don't think he's missed a lot of games uh, in his yeah. entire career. Yeah, he's like he's like my D Rose without the hype right now. Don't cause... say D Rose and guards, please. No. Brandon Roy. No. 
Oh my god, the Blazers. The Blazers. Yeah, you're right. Oh my god, I hope Nurkic doesn't turn to Odin, man. I say no. He's not gonna turn it. He doesn't really rely that much on physicality. I mean, he's he has he has the strength, but I don't think he's gonna turn like that into Odin. Yeah, and Nurkic is not gonna like. Um, do the heavy lifting because he has like he has uh, white side, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so, can, so, can, so I have a question. What if, yeah. What yeah, if there's no ahead. injury for this Blazers roster? Where do you rank them? Where Second or third? Second I'm gonna third. go for I'm gonna go for third Wait. or fourth. Yeah. No, I think I had. So like, there, there's like a full lineup that has. Yeah. You have to Nurkic. have white side and Nurkic, and then everyone else is there. Your whole depth chart is there. Where would you rank them? Fourth. Yeah, third or fourth. fourth. Uh, I agree with Carlo. And there's, like, there's so but... the West is so stacked. I mean, we'll talk more about that later. But you know, yeah, that's the and best. I think. Can can we go back the last playoffs? Like they were so exposed by the Golden State Warriors. Did you see how they defended the Golden State? Mm-hmm. If they double, if they double Curry, they're just gonna drop pass to Draymond Green, and Draymond Green will just fake. A shot, then drop pass again, then Looney's waiting, easy dunk. Andre Gudala gets yeah. or slashes so easily. Mm. If they protect the paint, Curry's just balling. Like th- yeah, that's they... ki- that's kind of like we have to remind ourselves that they were playing without Nurkic and a very hurt and a scant. Yeah, and and Kadir doesn't know how to play defense. At that oh, for time, sure. So. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, it's uh, why he guess. got traded too. So the reason they, they filled up their defensive holes. So, the, but. Are you saying that if they have Nurkic, that see se- that series, it's it's it will like show a different result or? Mm, yeah. I think the I, I think the, no 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 I think because the problem is uh, the team uh, their offense is mainly run on tempo, so if they have the momentum, they they they're gonna score on you a lot, and their defense suddenly becomes much better if they're playing at their own pace. Now uh, removing Nurkic from that team. They will purely rely on tempo, and if you add Nurkic back, I think maybe they could have gone more than four games because mm-hmm. uh, you, you you have this you have this inside presence. You can slow the game down, and um, I think he's more effective on the pick and roll. So uh, it's it, it's it it gives more options for the two point for for the two guards because uh, what happened in the playoffs was they were carrying the offense the entire time. But the right. Golden State will still win that series, right? Yeah, the Golden State, Golden State will still win it. But oh. you know, I think they're they're they can put up much of a fight. Yeah, it could have been like a Denver game, I think. No, oh, god. The, oh my god, Denver no, like, playoffs, just bad. No, because like it was a, it was a balanced lineup until Lurkic got hurt, so yeah. they can play with their center and then they can just uh, do a triad of offense between McCollum, Lillard, Nurkic, and now they have the the three of them. If Rickage comes back healthy, plus Whiteside, so they they have their front court offense and defense covered. And that all sounds so good. That's why I keep them. I rate them very high. Like, yeah. um, can can I like say something for with, before we move from the Blazers? Yeah. Can, can we all agree that Damian Lillard is an underrated superstar? I think we're past that already. I think yeah. everybody's okay. recognizing him already. All right, that's that's nice because I always think. Like he's not getting the media attention that he should, you know. Hmm. I think he's... it's a good, it's a good, it's a good thing. But come on, you need to like 
give give credit to where it's due, right? Yeah. Well, a part and, of it is you're the Blazers. That's why you're not getting any media. Well, <laughs> unless they like win everything. And and can we agree that they overpaid for CJ McCollum? Oh, what is his contract? Let me see. Column Maybe. contract. No, uh, I have a, I have an Excel that I licked before. God damn it! How big mm. is his contract? Twenty-seven. That's kind of okay. Yeah, mm. it is. I think yeah, I a bit. I think it might be a bit. Overpay just a little bit. I think twenty five will work. I'm not sure. No, I I don't I don't have any idea how money should work. I mean, if you're like second, the, the living inside, living in the shadow of Damian Lillard. But um, looking at his season last year, uh, it's it's more of like they're this magnificent duo. It's not like it's not Damian Lillard. I I, I mean, it's not CJ McCollum living under Damian Lillard. It's like a very dynamic duo. So mm. so can we say that like. For all the dynamic duos that like appeared in the NBA right now, can we still say CJ McCollum and uh, Lillard is a dynamic duo? Mm. Oh, I yeah. think so. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Okay. Okay. All right. Time to move on. Blazers. Uh, cap for me second to third. Uh, the C- the the floor is uh just barely making it into the playoffs. Okay. Next up, who do we got next? I think we want the Clips. So who's got no, the clips? I, no, I think it's the Grizzlies. The dude. Grizzlies, dude. It can't be the Grizzlies because I'm. It's the Grizzlies, sir. It's I'm the Grizzlies again, sir. The list. Okay. Carlos said oh, the Brian, list. Brian, Brian, Brian said the list. Carlo, you're putting Who's me on Brian? the spot here. Okay, I mean, I did do some research already on the Grizzlies. I mean, is it really the Grizzlies? Because I'll I'll keep talking. Yeah, it's the Grizzlies. Okay. So, this team is filled with a lot of. Not stars. Okay, there are a lot yeah. of there are a yeah. lot of these players that are very good role players. Just to name a few, they've got Justin Holiday, they've got Josh Jackson, Andrea Godala, Jay Crowder. So all of these players that are very good in their specific roles, but no one really shines. The best they've got is I don't know how good he's gonna be, but Dwight Howard's on this team, and <laughs> they're gonna wave him. I'm so sure that they're gonna wave him, man. Uh, see, I don't even know if if that's gonna uh, that's gonna go, but uh, let, let's let's just assume that Dwight is gonna stay. That's their best player. The next best player <laughs> is Jonas Valanciunas. Feels bad, man. Isn't he the starter right now? Yo, well, yeah, yeah he's, he's the best one here. I don't know. I don't think if it's pushed through yet. Because he's looking, because he's looking to sign with the Lakers. That got rejected. <laughs> I remember. Well, nothing's nothing's really final yet for this team, yeah. but this team is bottom of the barrel. The only person that we want to uh, look out for here is Brandon Clark, summer league MVP. Yeah, that dude's he's actually like, very good. Yeah, he is. But he is. Mean, yeah. Also, Jamarant. Yeah. Hell yeah. But you could really see Brandon Clark's like impact on that summer games. Hmm. For sure. And such a young powerful core, better than the Hawks. Yeah. Like but, uh Kevin uh I I I was listening to Kevin O'Connor Connor's um podcast earlier hmm. and he was saying that the Memphis Grizzlies right now is like uh, like it showed some potential and 
And but the summer league is like a small sample size, but it's it's a hopeful you know hopeful it's something. <laughs> so and he was like raving about Brandon Clark. Like he's 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 a smart player and mm. he knows what to do and he even stated that he had he had less missed shots. Or he has he had more blocks than le- like missed shots. Mm. That's efficient, dude. But like you know, it it is still just a summer league. It, it can only tell so much. Yeah. I so, mean, I have a, I have a bold take for the Grizzlies. I think they're gonna run run back that grit and grind kind of uh, style that they have back when Mike Mike Conley and Marcus was still on the team because uh, most of the play most of the key players that they've got. Going this season, John Morant, JJJ, Brandon Clark, Dylan Brooks. Mm. Most of those guys are, you know, they, they they work hard on the floor. I I mean, uh, when when looking at the Grizzlies games, even though they're not winning that much, um, past uh, during last season, they they, they don't they do not go down. Like, I mean, you can see that um, every player is hustling hard. Might might it even be their uh, the bottom of their bench? Um, I mean, they they have the they have the potential, but I don't think, uh, like you said, they're they're not gonna. I think I don't think that they could be a playoff team as of this season. Oh yeah, for sure. The best thing that they could do is just put their young guys out there, and then hopefully they develop to uh, to next year. Jamarant and Brandon Clark, incredible talents, I think. And if they develop, yeah. like the yeah. Triple J, man. Yeah. They're gonna run so fast. I can feel like it because they have to go with the pace of the point guard. God damn it! But I, I don't. I really don't like their centers. They're all, all old guys. Valanciunas. Yeah. They've got. Joking. And, and they, they, they won't need the centers at this point because they're just gonna run through everything. Mm. If that's what they're trying to play. Well, they got Miles Plumley. That guy's still. That guy's old too, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Yeah, so yeah, um, the ceiling for this team is—it's not even like a playoff placing. The, the ceiling of this team is their young guys develop, and the floor of these teams are if their young guys get ACL injuries. <laughs> That's the worst, <laughs> which is not good. That's this like Phoenix Suns territory already. So it's not looking great for the Grizzlies this season. But fingers crossed that their young guys. Uh, get up to speed. All right. Well, what do we have next? Where's the list? Where's the list? Grizzlies, Jazz. Who's got the Jazz? I got the Jazz. Good. Good. Wait, let me get my notebook. God damn it, paper. All right, I have a note. I, I, I had a paper written. Yeah, I also had a notebook. But so let's talk. About, let's talk about the Jazz. So with their addition of, so their current lineup right now, their starting five is Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, Joe Inglis. You can either put uh, Bojan Bogdanovic and Rico Bird as their bigs. On paper, this is one of the best starting fights we have in the NBA. Because you have Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell. Those two guys work super hard. You have Mitchell, who's a start of future. You have Inglis, who's a lock, lockdown. He's a, he's a sniper, for sure. Solid. And Bojan Bogdanovic, who at the time was he, who was also one of the best scorers that uh, they have acquired. And yeah, of course, Rudy Cooper. The key here, I think, is Rudy Cooper, because he can cover some. He can he covers a lot of space, a lot of ground. 
mm-hmm. that allows them to run this kind of lineup. So I think uh, the Jazz has a great ceiling that their, their ceiling would be a Western Conference Finals berth. And I think um, the only things that are hindering them would be Mike Conley's age. Because again, he's old. Yeah. But they're in a win-now territory. So I think their ceiling should be at least the Western Conference Finals and then just go from there. If not, if they fail miserably, they'll probably be top six, top five. Hmm. So again, with with the Jazz for 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 the longest time, they've been capable of winning against a lot of the good teams. A lot of the they they're capable of pulling upsets, even against the tougher teams like the Golden State Warriors, the Thunder before, and like the Rockets for one game. So you can see the potential that this lineup has. But now you you. You've took out Rubio. You got an actual scorer who's a playmaker and a defender, mm. and then you ha- you, you kept your English, and then you have Bogdanovich. So I think this is a potent lineup that can actually destroy the Western Conference if ever. So I mentioned earlier that I have another nugget tidbit in this in this team. Okay. Did you know that the Denver Nuggets drafted Donovan Mitchell oh, and traded it to the Utah Jazz? The Jazz. You know who? For who? Trey Lyles. God damn it! <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Um, yes. Was did they need to trade it, or they just did it because they thought Lyles is better than Mitchell? Yes, that's that's the thing. Oh God. Okay, that's that's a fun tidbit. How that's are not you fun. feeling? How's that fun? How are you feeling, fun? <laughs> How are you feeling? How's that fun tidbit? That's not fun. So yeah, so so the Nuggets had the 13th pick at the time, the, the 2017 draft, right? Yeah. So. He was traded to the Jazz for two picks, actually, Tyler Lydon and Trey Lyles. So you know what happened to Donovan Mitchell? He's super good now. He's a star of the future. Yeah. And Trey Lyles just just bouncing around team to team. Feels bad. So yeah. that's something that that's that's something that's kind of uh, kind of weird uh, when, I, when I was looking at it. Do you think Donovan Mitchell will like uh, be a good fit in the Nuggets right now? Like if, Dude, if Mitchell and Murray. Happen? Yes, okay. they will. They will. That would be Mitchell Murray and Jokic. That would be your big three already. See, I don't think because that's two scoring guards, and I'm not too sure. Like, can either the guards like you know take a backseat to the other? Is what I'm thinking. Like Westbrook and Harden. Someone would be like yeah, well, Blazers have Blazers have scoring guards. Yeah, but Blazers have two scoring guards. Yeah, that's true. But like Jokic needs the ball too. No, because Jokic would be the passer because he's a passing Jokic center. Enables, yeah, Jokic enables the, the scoring. Uh, he doesn't yeah. score that much, but you know, he, can, the, he, his have, role he is run nice. the offense to Jokic yeah. at that he time if that offense. was the lineup that happened. I so mean, that could have, yeah. so what could have been, you know? Yeah. Is a, so anyway, um, I think the Jazz will make the conference finals if they're healthy, because um, a lot of the a lot of the times the the key here is. The chemistry is still there. They just added be- a better point guard with calling stage for Rubio. Well, the other teams in the Western Conference still have to figure out how their chemistry will look like, especially with the top-heavy teams like the Lakers, the Rockets, the Clippers, and so on and so forth. Um, Standings-wise, they will be at least top four for me. Top, uh, at least? Decent. At least top four, yeah. At least. That's the that's a decent placement. Because, again, the, the three teams I mentioned before, that will be... That would be your probably top three if they performed well, and then you have the you have fourth the Jazz, fifth the Blazers, or a mix of both. Hmm. Plus, I'm looking at their bench right now. 
they have Moody, they have Jeff Green, and they have Ed Davis. That's that's a dangerous that's pretty decent, unit, right? So you could actually, what you can actually do is put Moody, like like if your second unit is would be like this, it'd be Moody as your point guard. You have you have Donovan Mitchell, Joe Inglis, Jeff Green, and Ed Davis. That would be super dangerous too. So those are some of the things that I was I was taking a look at when I when I saw the Jazz super super great lineup. I hope they do well. Um, this is what I think about them. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that I'm looking for the Jazz is how much further is Mitchell going to develop? Because I think he yes. had a pretty down year last year. He was scoring a least lesser efficient he, than he was the scoring rookie. super low until I traded him. Yeah, feels good. Because. Because peop- like other teams are finding out how to contain him right now, so you you're going to expect that mm. yeah. efficiency will go down. So so basically, what happened during is like because he he had he had a resurgence at the late 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 end of the season, right? So he was struggling in the beginning, but he also took it up a notch and like elevated the team towards the end. It's something that Mitchell always does. Yeah. So the key to the Jazz's early success. Is to make sure Donovan Mitchell gets his early touches, early success. Be confident with the ball, and I think a, a guy like Conley would elevate this guy too. Well, I think I think this is gonna be like uh, like an anti, um, like anti sophomore slump. It's usually the third year that these these uh these breakout players usually like super breakout. So I have a question for you guys. Do you think um? This is Donovan Mitchell's team. Mm, I, think I think so. I think yeah, so. I think it is. Yeah, it's his. I think it's the Rudy's. It's Rudy's. Yeah. Who's Rudy, more valuable yeah. than the two, of the two? Rudy. I think I, Rudy, I think Rudy. Honestly. Yeah. Rudy. Uh, Rudy. Rudy is more valuable, but um, in terms of you know leadership and you know the guy that you want carrying the team, it's gotta be Donovan Mitchell. Mm. But you, but you, but Maria, you, you can't get you can't get a Rudy Gobert, but you can get another Donovan Mitchell. So who's like, who are Rudy Gobert type of players like DeAndre Jordan? Uh, no, Tyson like, Chandler, Whiteside. Uh, Not anymore, dude. CJ, uh, I mean, Carl Johnson's boy, Javale McGee. Mm-hmm. I mean, like they yeah. they can but get more efficient. Kind of can they can compare, but like not completely match him. Yeah. Right. yeah, he's on a league of his own. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. because the thing that you know the thing that separates Rudy Gobert from those the other other defensive centers is that his lateral quickness is unmatched. The uh, the way he plays, uh, he play he sets himself up very high up the paint, and he doesn't he like he he's like doing a mini chase down blocks whenever uh, opposing guards drive by and drive by him. He is very quick. Yeah, yeah. His he uh, his lateral quickness is all, almost the same as Anthony Davis. Uh, yeah. In terms in terms of quickness, yeah. And he's healthier too. Yeah, he's uh, a yeah, <laughs> bounce body dude. Last season he played eighty one games and and he averaged thirty one point eight minutes. That's how good he is. So you have like twelve point nine rebounds per game, point eight steals per game, and you know. Those are some of the, the things that you don't see about him because he's a block machine. But I think Gobert is more important to this league, to to, to this team than Mitchell. But again, yeah, it's can, uh it's probably can, how I want to leave it. Can we just agree that 
it's Donovan Mitchell's and Gobert's team. Nah. Uh, yeah. Nah, I can't. We, I can't. We'll, 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 we'll do no. this in another episode because we have a lot of teams to run down. Yeah. Right. True. Right. So right. let's go with the Kings. Hey, I got the Kings. What's up? So Sacramento, the team that I thought that is going to be the eighth seed. I was so surprised the Clippers uh, won a lot of games. And, you know, still hate this team for beating my Lakers every time. So, But they're, they're good. Like, the Kings, if, if you're going to evaluate their past season, I think it's a win. Because with, with the current lineup right now, you're going to you're going to be surprised that they almost went to the playoffs. And yeah, and how many games were they they needed about 9 games. They were 9 games back from the Clippers. And yeah. and like the Kings had like this point guard who's this point guard? Uh, I mean they are they aren't Fox is like doing great, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's improving, and they had. I think is, is Buddy Hield your boy still? Yes. Arnie. No, he's oh, my he, boy. Oh, is he your boy? So they had Buddy Hield, and they oh, were yeah. doing fine. They were running. They were. They, they. They. There's a. There's a game with Golden State, that they were like matching every score, that the Golden State did, and I thought they were gonna win that uh, game, but they lost. That's how you could see the potential of this team. I think they could match up with any team, any team right now, because of the their like their chemistry is okay, and they have a player that I really like. Do uh, you guys know uh, Bogdanovich? Yes. Yeah. The guy that was created. No, 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 no. Right? It's it, the Bogdan Bogdanovich. He's not related to the Pacers, uh, Bogdanovich. Yeah, yeah. But oh, he's that, still here. Okay, okay. That okay. guy can outright shoot. Yes. Man. Like, so the I wanna... Pacers guy was in the chat. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I want the Sacramento Kings to be... These, this current Sacramento Kings, I want them to be the, the past Sacramento Kings with Peja Stojakovic. I, I want them to follow that, uh, that um, you know, that typeset. That team, like, that could shoot you, but they could fight you inside. They have Marvin Bagley, and I I hope that he improves. So coming into this season, though, they made questionable move, questionable moves for me. One, they paid Harrison Barnes. They overpaid him. Yes. He paid. They paid them four years for eighty-five million dollars for this guy who's so inconsistent that you can't even call him like the best player of your team. Well, I, I I gotta feel bad for him because he he got traded at the middle of the game, so <laughs> so that was so bad. That was like, oh, I feel bad for him, but he, he still got paid. I don't know what Vladi is doing right now. You know, I don't know if he's still smoking some Jeez. something else. Um, they all they also like overpaid Trevor Ariza. They paid him twenty-five million for what? two years. Twenty-five million for two years, and how old is Trevor Ariza? He's a thirty-four-year-old forward who you rely, who relied on his defense, his perimeter defense for all of his life. And maybe, yeah, maybe they're maybe they're pushing for the playoffs. That's why they added 
Dude, you can't overpay. You can't. Why would I think you? That's, I think that's the best they could do. The best? Like yeah, they I, got... think, I, think, I think I think you know um, those players. I think they demand a lot. Yeah. Uh, for yeah. their contract, so um, I think I actually feel bad for the Kings, but I think that's the best they could do for, with the contract. Yes, uh, he's overpaid, but you know. So so um, you. Maybe, maybe they need it. Yeah. Yeah, they lost. I, that's I didn't a big even, loss. That, yeah, that's, that's my third loss. point. That's my third point. So they they lost Willie Collie Stein, who was there. Like he got better. He said that. Yeah, I was. I'm going to. Uh, remember the podcast you did the last episode you were talking mm-hmm. about Willie Collie Stein being consistent he he said that he wanted to be consistent then he's now consistent right now now mm-hmm. he's not in the Kings so that's a feeling it was bad such a man. weird tenure for him because he was there when Demarcus Cassis was in there and yeah. then during the time was he was developing they got Velika and then they got Marvin Bagley and Harry Giles so those are some of the people that really hit this road. And he still shined. He still shined. Yeah, yeah now, he still shined. He did. And now they got Dwayne Bedman. So that's someone that you should keep your eye on because he's a good rebounder, good shot blocker. But I that's how we call his Stein, though. If if you're going to ask me if if you you let me choose if it's Deadman or Collie Stein, I'm still going for Collie Stein. Yep. yep. Yeah. Collie Stein is more consistent. I think that's one one of his problems. He can't shoot. Yeah, so I think it's a downgrade for the center position, but uh, that's an upgrade. It allowed, I think it allowed yeah. back to be the starter. Yeah, that, that's true. Uh, it let, uh, you know, it, it's going to let Bagley shine. I'm just really confused about the Hardison Barn signing, you know. Like, you yeah. could let him stay, but not pay him like that much, right? They have bad contracts between Ariza and Barnes, yeah. huh? And I can see that uh, Carlos is making a point that they need veterans. They already had have veterans. They have Corey Brewer. They have like Kufus in there. What what what's what can Ariza bring? He um, relied he relied on his perimeter D for the yeah. rest of his like NBA career, and now you're gonna expect him to like like show flashes of the of that defense. Um, I think I think it's more of a veteran presence that could play on the court. Aside, besides, you know, a veteran presence on the bench because um, come playoffs time, because I think I'm not sure. You can't rely on Trevor Ariza if you're like in the playoffs. Mm, I think. Have I think you seen him? Time. Have you seen him play at the Phoenix Suns? He doesn't want to play anymore. Mm. And that's true. He was he was playing for the bad team or the worst team in the NBA but you can see you can really see Trevor Ariza aged man I, I'm a Ariza fan dude he's, he's from the Lakers championship team and I love this dude I want him to go back to the Lakers but I'm not gonna pay him that much yeah maybe they overpaid but 25 we'll mil see. We'll see. 25 oh, million shit. Brian how much yep, is CJ McCollum's contract Yep, they overpaid. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely overpaid. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I said that they overpaid, but you know, um, it's more of they needed the player. I just don't know. I just don't know how. Uh, besides the veteran presence in the court, I just don't know where else they could put him. 
So so I'm gonna round out my uh, my points. So this this team is definitely a dark horse to making the playoffs. So I'm gonna put them at around eight seed, lights ninth seed, and they're gonna surprise a lot of teams. They're just they're gonna win some games that you think that they're gonna they're just gonna I don't know just gonna lose. And I just wanna see the Iron Fox and Bagley's like improvement, man. Just want their progress. Because the Iron Fox is exciting to watch. And you know, Bogdan, man. Bogdan, man. If he gets the ball in the three point line, I know he's gonna shoot it, man. So, but definitely watch Bogdan. I, I hope that he he increases his three point output. All right, let's move on from the Kings to, uh, to the Lakers. Lakers? Who's All got Lakers? Right. I, okay. I got I got the Lakers. Oh boy! It's time to shit on the Lakers. My bad, sorry. Uh, I, actually actually I was I was looking at the Lakers earlier and I thought I thought red left. I did <laughs> so, yeah. I did I did I I, I, I like I, I you know, I just shouted some profanities. Uh, no profanities. No, I actually here. I, I actually like the Lakers right now. I'm I'm a huge fan of LeBron, that's for sure. So we're we're uh, we're, yeah. we're on to something, right? Because, yeah. You know, you know why? Because of the shoe. Oh. Uh. Anyway, uh, I'm I'm looking at what the Lakers looks like right now. They have Rajon Rondo, Danny Green, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Demarcus Cousins. So that's four All Stars already, and there's <laughs> two champions. Sorry, I can't stop laughing. Those why? guys are fragile as fuck. I know. I know. <laughs> and then you have your second unit with Quinn Cook, Avery Bradley, KCP, Kuzma, and Javil Waki. That's a decent that's a decent second unit when you think about it. So what I'm looking at right now is as with any team that has LeBron, there will be early struggles because depending on how LeBron will run the show, it's going to create some confusion as to will he be a point guard, will he be uh, someone who's going to run the offense when he gets the ball in the half court. Will he be the one to take a shot and stuff? So that happened with Miami too. That happened with the prior Cleveland, and it didn't happen in the Lakers because he's the only star. But right now, it's gonna happen again because he have AD. So there's gonna be there's gonna be early struggles for sure. <coughs> but uh, they have they will adjust quickly. I'm sure of it as well, because things that might might happen is they might switch their lineup. They might switch their starting five to the rumored LeBron James point guard. And then they have to insert Kalkuzma as well. So those are some of the things that might happen. Um, again, if they're healthy, and I, I do hope they're healthy, I just want them to win the championship so everyone can shut the shut the hell up. Thank you. No, so uh, if if they're healthy, they'll be top four because the spot for the number one is very unclear right now. There's no definite number one, so they'll be facing off against the Rockets, the Jazz. And that uh, the thunder, I mean the the Clippers. Thunder. They're they're super. Oh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 nah. With Chris no. Paul, with Chris Paul. Sir. Nah, we'll get to with that. I got the thunder, man. We'll get to that. All right, I think their defense would can rival any team aside from the Clippers, because they they have Danny Green, they have Rondo. The Rondo's a good defender, mm. and of course you still have LeBron. Um, who's you you also have you also. Ba- you also have Avery Bradley, but yeah, I'm gonna yeah, knock Bradley, you on. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, knock Davis. you on LeBron though. LeBron doesn't defend if he doesn't want to defend. That's yeah, that's that's, that's the thing. But but he's a good defender. In, in, he in could paper. be if he wanted to. 
Yeah, yeah, if he just wanted to. That's mm-hmm. the that's the thing with LeBron. Because with LeBron, you have to exert a certain amount of energy into defense that he doesn't want to do that because he has to save himself for all of the other things that he has to do. Right? Yeah, that's and what again, we do. Yeah. That's what we do in pickup games. Aren't There's we? a huge upside to this one because Demarcus Cousins looks healthy as hell. He's super healthy right now. He looks. He looks yeah, healthy. he looks. He, he looks lean, man. Looks, Have you seen looks, him? Have you seen him? Uh, yeah. His recent in- interviews. Yeah, also, because. <clears throat> yeah. Again, it's just because, looking healthy. It, it doesn't translate well to the court. Yeah, the, the, reason, the reason. Yeah. The reason why. The reason why he needs to get lean is because the, his quad injury is gonna recur throughout the season. Yeah. But he, he said he said the quad uh, injury is one hundred percent healed. So that's a there's good no slide. such yeah. I mean, being saying it's a just quad the Achilles 100%. is not one hundred percent healed at this point. No, no, uh, a quad a quad being a uh, it's one of the worst injuries to have because they they can say it's one hundred percent healed. But for now, um, it's gonna, it's it will, it, it will gonna hurt throughout the uh, throughout the whole season because just like what yeah. happened to Kawhi, Kawhi's playing injured. He he also has his quad injury back when he was in San Antonio. That's the reason why he left our team. And um, our it's team. will it will it will it gonna be in will it our impact team. uh Demarcus Cousins? I think no because uh that's why he uh, leaned up. He lost weight. It's um it's more like a uh it's more like to counteract. It's an the effect yeah, of the quad. Yeah, it's it's, it's, like, has... it's like you have to get thinner in order to lessen the effort on your knee. Yeah, that's what we're, yeah, we're trying strain. to do here as, as as boys. You know? Yeah, I think the, yeah. the one thing that you're looking away though is they can actually manage Cousins' load because you have three centers here. You have Davis, you have Cousins, you have McGee. You can actually play around with what's yeah. the lineup gonna be. Mm-hmm. Plus the the fact that they're flex, they have the flexible front court with LeBron, Davis, Kuzma, Cousins, McGee. You can play around your rotations and find what fits. Especially yeah, in, yeah. Rest, in the middle of the season, when you can just sit down with Cousins for a while, let him rest, not just load, put in McGee, put in Davis. And that's a super long lineup, dude. Yeah, and the, Kuzma, the, the, Kuzma played center for a They're not gonna do that shit again, but that's a, it's yeah, a, they're, 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 they're it's a, it's a possibility, down. though. It's a possibility. The thing but I'm really scared of is like these, these, they have two centers, they have two legit centers. It's Cousins and McGee. Because Davis plays four, for sure. Yeah. He likes he likes playing four. He, want, guys, he wants to play four. These guys, but Cousins and McGee, they could literally be injured at the same time. So we're looking at a potential like the LeBron four and Davis and uh, LeBron, Davis, Davis and five. Kuzma as like your power Ooh. forward center rotation. It's that small, so... but it's still effective. That's that's potent. See, see, that's the thing that I like about the Lakers now. They're 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 finding players. They're finding pieces that can. At least manage the minutes of LeBron and AD because LeBron's getting old. He's not getting younger anymore. AD has a history of injuries. Of course, Cousins too. Also, I'd like to add because um, uh, they signed a lot of free agents during this, uh, this yeah, offseason. I mean, it's not just the fact that um, they wanted to fill out the lineup. Most of, most of the players they signed, uh, most of them are playoff battered already. Uh, yeah. the depth is gonna help them a lot throughout the season, as you said, because the rotations gonna feature a lot of combo lineups, yeah. and uh, even in, during the playoffs, uh, if those guys click, I mean their chemistry click together. Uh, yeah, I think this team, this team, this team can go all the way. Oh, yeah, thank it. you. So, so, so my ceiling, my ceiling actually is they're gonna be champions by this year. Whew. That is my that's my scene for them. But okay, Where, where's your floor though? 
So so it, it's not so the champions that I have is actually the Lakers or the Rockets. What? The, for, so for obvious reasons. How about the so, Clippers? But, no, fuck them. Sorry. Okay. Bro, fa- <laughs> okay. Bad. Okay. My okay. Bad, my bad. That's okay. One one swear uh, word per episode. Yeah. Yeah. But we're <laughs> in like the the least. <laughs> anyway, uh, my my floor for the Lakers though is they're gonna be they're not gonna reach top two. They're they're gonna bomb out at the, the yeah. second round because of injuries. I think. Yeah. The thing that will define the season is if these guys stay healthy. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. Like like a lot of teams. Yeah. No. Like this, especially for the Lakers, because mm. remember, the, they only have a year of Anthony Davis. If they don't make this work, he can just walk out. That's yeah. True. And, yeah. And, 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 and you know, I believe I, I believe he won't walk out though. Even even if he uh, walks out, uh, even if he finishes the contract, I think he's, he's, gonna, he's gonna have. Yeah, he's gonna sign again. He's just gonna force a much better contract. Although yeah, but mo- much of really those will be, really, yeah, can't, uh, really can't well, say, really can't say right now. You know what yeah, if you can everything... say that right now? Even Kawhi left after a year. Paul so George, five-year yeah. contract. He left yeah. after a year. I mean, who wants to play for the Thunder anyway? Damn. Oh boy. I mean, we're not talking about the Thunder, so I'm, okay, I'm okay. I'm sorry. About this one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, there's no logic. But again, um. There's no guarantee for Davis to stay at the Lakers, especially if they they don't, they don't win a championship by this year. They're playing for this year only, so they have to pull in all their resources to win this year. Yeah, that's right. And Rich Paul, the Anthony Davis agent, and as well as LeBron's agent, uh, he said that Anthony Davis, whatever happens, he will be the he will be a free agent after this season. So yeah. You really can't say. And Anthony Davis was interviewed by Rachel Nichols, and he said that he, he said that he was here for a year. That's not yeah, reassuring that's words. Yeah. That's yeah. not reassuring yep. words. Yep. So we need to win, win now, or we're just gonna lose this window. We have the, so, yeah, I so think I we have the smallest window. You expect them to win, really? Yeah. Really yeah. expect? Yeah. Expect? I expect anything with LeBron to win. Uh, that's, that's, that's just how he is as a person I think we're a little past that but with Davis it's definitely a possibility yeah, yeah. but again and... if they don't win so like for the for the floor if they don't get healthy they'll, they'll probably just blow it up completely so that, that is my Lakers uh, how will you blow up the Lakers without picks Lakers doesn't have picks anymore trade Davis for picks <laughs> <laughs> you can't. He's, he's gonna be a free agent. So, trade LeBron for picks. Sign and trade. <laughs> Sign and trade for D'Angelo Russell. Oh, the biggest anime comeback, right? Uh, anyway, that 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 is it for my Lakers. Let's All right. go with the the next one. Yep. Let's head into the Nuggets. So who's got the Nuggets? It should be the Pelicans next. Who's got the Who Pelicans? I have the I have the Pelicans. I have the Pelicans. Okay. Anyway, so actually, they're one of the very interesting teams this season. Even if we're gonna remove the remove Zion Williamson, although uh, don't get me wrong, he's the most exciting part of the team, uh, being the number one pick of the recent draft. Anyway, um, here's a rundown of the key players that they just got: uh, Derek Favors, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart. So basically. You know, half of the Lakers young core, and uh, for the rookies, they have like they have as I mentioned Zion, 
And they have another topic, Jackson Hayes, who, by the way, is doing really well this summer league. He was one of the... Uh, he was awarded, I think, all-NBA summer league team. Uh, I think it wasn't the first team. Also, And also their point guard, Nikhil uh, Alexander-Walker. I think these two players can also make a huge impact on the on the starting lineup, and uh, they also signed uh, JJ Redick, one of the shooters here. In the- and um, if I'm gonna run through how the how this team this team will play, most of most I think they're gonna play more uh, small ball and uh, tempo kind of uh, play style because that's what uh, Lonzo and most of their guards are are good at you know pushing the ball in transition and getting uh, getting getting transition plays uh, on the open court and uh, um, one other things to note on this team is that they have a very good balance uh, they have good outside shooting good outside and inside scoring good also and uh, good depth they uh, retained uh, several key players during last season uh, Darius Darius Miller and eight one more. So they are they are overpaid, but um, I think they are good uh, bench players and mainstays for the team. And uh, finally, for their defense, this 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 is this has a potential to be a, you know a top defensive team uh, during this season because uh, because of by the play, by just looking at the top five players that they have. And uh, my my ceiling for them. Um, best th- best they could do maybe is eight seed. What? And uh, eight seed, yeah. What? I'm, I don't what? I don't think I don't think they can go any higher. So do you see them competing or just making sure that they stay? Up oh no no wait I take I take that I take that I take that maybe six maybe six seeds is, is their best. This guy this team has uh, Giroux, JJ Redick. Zion. Ingram, Zion, yeah, Derek yeah. Favors. This, but, this team's pretty freaking stacked. Yeah, if, they're if stacked. They but, any, if they don't have injuries, like Ball doesn't have injuries. Yeah, but yeah, but compared to the other Western Conference rosters, it's it's yeah, they have a solid team. Rocks. But it takes yeah, but it takes more than just having a solid team to win the West. That's I mean, this, team, this, this team has good potential, but they're still young. We we shouldn't ignore the fact that they're still young. I mean, uh, looking at the team perspective, if if just looking at the team as a whole, they 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 could they could make a pretty good uh, run for the playoffs. But um, also looking at the other uh, high caliber teams in the West, I mean, yeah, it's I it's a, a little bit hopeful to say that they can go like top four. That's 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 too much hopeful thinking. That's why I put them at six. And uh, for the floor. Mm, maybe eight seed, eight or nine. I, I think I think they can they can push they can push for the playoffs. But this is uh, the floor, right? Floor, right? Yep, yeah, yeah, eight seed, eight seed. What? Hmm. Yeah, I I, think, I have to I, I have it, to disagree with yeah. with the Go floor. Fight them, fight them. The floor fight. should be like uh just above the Phoenix Suns level. You know, it's the Grizzlies yeah. and Phoenix Suns down there, and then just a little and bit the above that. OKC and then the Pelicans. Oh, it's like mm. the Pelicans. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think the I think the the difficult thing about the Pelicans is: do you want to compete this year, or do you want to build more? Because because they should they try. Have, they, they, have try. they have a stack lineup. They should compete. 
Yeah. But it's it's kind of difficult to understand that if they want to compete or not, because they can build up a, a good rookie year from Zion, but doesn't translate well to like a season or something for the whole team. Because you know? I think w- what they want to do probably is just get into the playoffs to get the uh, the experience for the young guys. Because that's that's important. That's an important uh, experience to have. Uh, that's that, true. That kind of completes, you know, because like you could have, like you could compete all 82 games of the regular season, but not play a single minute of the playoffs, and still kind of you're still you still don't know what it's like to be at that level. But yeah. I see what you really mean, because like they have a mix of like super good veterans like Drew Holiday and JJ Redick that have been there already. Yeah. But at the same time, you have Lonzo Ball, you have uh, Brandon Ingram, and you have Zion, which are your prospects, your projects for the future. So <laughs> it, it it really could go both ways. I would lean towards uh, probably develop their younger core and find a way to move pieces, move uh, Drew Holiday, move JJ Redick around. Yeah, but although although JJ Redick has a two-year contract, so he he's on a limited window. So I think he might look to compete. I don't know. It's it's very confusing at this point. Now that we're now that we're diving deep into the Pelicans. I think they will compete because it's just the way Zion is. I would He's want them player. to compete. Yeah, I would. Yeah, we would want them to compete because they have one of the deepest lineups ever. Hmm. Plus, plus their their bench is so strong. You have Jackson Hayes, you have Josh Hart, you know, you have the aforementioned Lonzo Ball. You still have Jalen Okafor, who had a solid season once Andrew Davis was out, and you have now Nikhil Alexander Walker. That guy's super. So very, very confusing. Yeah, yeah. So why don't you round this out for us, uh, Carlo, really quickly? Okay, so uh, yeah, they they have a they have a line, and they can. I think they can make a push for the playoffs. But um, seeing their very young core, they they they, uh, they also high tendency for them to be very consistent. So maybe uh, you're onto something. Lower, so maybe uh, they can drop out of the playoff race, maybe late in the season because that's a tendency most of the time for younger teams. So, yeah, they have high potential and also very uh, susceptible to the playoff. That's all. All right, all right. Let's move on from the young, uh, the young Pelicans into another young team, the Denver Nuggets. So Greg, he kind of left the chat. What's going on here? Yeah. All right. So the timing then, is great. So, so this is so I think this is what the Pelicans should aim for, like a Denver Nuggets type, where every one of your your young core develops something that can contribute well to the team, right? So I think the thing is, is, yeah, yeah. The thing for the Nuggets is that they they we did not expect them to be like, you know. I mean, the way they develop, we did not see it coming. I mean, for me, I didn't like. I didn't expect uh, Nicole, Nikola Jokic, uh, Murray, Greg Harris, uh, Gary Harris, Gary Harris and was, was decent already. Yeah, they're so far. They, yeah, they're so far. I mean, I did not see. I did not see them developing to be that kind of team. Much, much more. They getting them getting the second seed. I mean, uh, being a spectator. I was very surprised to uh, to see that kind of team. I mean, uh, for as a basketball fan, I'm very I'm, I love it because uh, you know 
uh, Denver is, is is not really a uh, small market team. For fudge. Me. Oh, wait. Yeah, I Sorry, I, I'm back. <laughs> hey, Jonas is the Nuggets fan that has Hi. more to say about why they developed so much, I guess. I think we just was it, can, can, can you guys hear me? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, I think we literally just got lucky. We I think we believed in the right players. We we gave them room to develop really cuz like the Nuggets weren't really going anywhere for the past few years and they, they they just had to make choices. They made choices between uh you know the the Jokic and the uh Nurkic trade. Yeah, the trade Lyles, Donovan Mitchell. Yes. But yeah, uh, Greg, if you can, ah, uh, yeah, so it's raining, so perfect. I think we can just, yeah, yeah we can just talk more about the Denver Nuggets, right? So, so I think, yeah, um, yeah, so yeah, he... I think, I think the biggest concern for me, sorry, uh, Arnie, for talking over, uh, is Paul Millsap because yeah. I don't, I don't know if they want to keep Paul Millsap, he's he, he was really good last year yeah. uh he was really good uh back when he was in the hawks and his heyday but he is getting up there in age he's 34 and he's looking yeah. very slow at times uh in uh, while well, wearing the, the denver uniform but at times he's so good defensively he this guy can get up there this guy can get 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 uh, he's as a small uh, guy you can box. get so many rebounds you know yeah he's just got he, he boxes in people like normally you would like to box out. He boxes in people. That that's his uh, his style. He's, he's a boy. He's I think it's because it's, it's why they got Jeremy Grant. I love so that. You remember, you remember remember Denver's big acquisition this summer is Jeremy Grant for just one first round pick. So I think what they can do is they can either insert Jeremy Grant in the starter lineup, make sure Paul Millsap has his minutes, has his rest mm-hmm. until such time that he can actually plug him in into the playoffs. Yeah. So that's one of the things that they can do. Also, you still have Michael Porter Jr. You have MPJ. Love that, that you guy. Might want to put, you might want to put in your rotation. But yeah. then again, you guys have such a deep lineup that you have to make choices of who, who do you want to keep or not. Yeah. And I, you still I, have I, Gomez, Vanderbilt, Ball Ball. Like, Wancho is so good. He, he's, he can get so hot at the, at the right times. Uh, he's a power forward. He can play small forward as well. And uh, I love our small forward situation right now because we got we went and got Jeremy Grant, three point shooter, also great defensively. I love that guy because yeah. like the starting lineup last year was Murray Harris and then Will Barton, if I if like, if I think I remember yes. right. Yes. So and then at the time, either Harris were, and Barton were so injured, right? Yes, so exactly. And like the thing is, like none of those players are defensive specialists. Which is yeah. why I love I love this uh, acquisition. We've got a little bit of length, a little bit of defense, and then Michael Porter Jr., young guy, want to see him develop next to Nikola Jokic. I don't know how much of opportunity he's gonna get with you know like Jokic getting a lot of the touches, but he he seems very talented. Then of course Jamal Murray got paid. I don't know if it's gonna if he's gonna work on his runner. I really don't like his runner, but <laughs> sometimes it saves us, sometimes it doesn't. He's ready for MVP, no. with the runner. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> can I, really can, can like I say? Can I say I'm back? And yeah, I hit, yeah. I hit Maurice uh, floater. Okay, yeah. good. You you want to take it away? More points for the Denver Nuggets. I think you already uh, like I catched some like Paul Millsap and Jeremy Grant. Spe- Jeremy Grant's a good addition. Like that's a good that's a, that's a good addition. That's Loki the best addition that you guys yeah? could have done. The like Denver Nuggets oh, is the most deepest team in the NBA right now. You added this. 
this uh, p potential weapon. So, you still, you know, Michael Porter Jr. is still like not playing, right? He's not playing. He's gonna be. He's gonna be playing this season, so we could see how how much the Nuggets is really deadly with their full lineup. For sure. That's why I'm so envious at Pat, because you know the Nuggets is like, I'm gonna round it out. And I'm gonna say that the Nuggets will be your first Western Conference, like first seed in the Western Conference. Mm -hmm. Their floor is gonna be like three or four. That that's 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 such a high projection. Yeah, but you could really, you know, argue that that's the right, that's the right projection. Mm -hmm. I'm just sad that they, you know, they lost the playoffs last season. But seven games, right? Yeah, it's an added, it's an added experience for the young guys. Yeah, and Jokic, the team is young. And Jokic, is you're gonna, gonna learn how to close out games now. Yeah, and Jokic, Jokic is gonna be hungry, hungrier, and I really hope that Jokic is gonna be in the MB. Talks, you know, wasn't that he guy? Was he though? Is he in the MVP race last year? He got some votes, he was, but he kind of fell off. He got he some fell off. Votes. Oh, but that dude, man, he's like, he's, he's, he's good. I hope he doesn't get injured. I hope he got he gets a he gets a ring someday, someday. Yeah, yeah, all but right, not with the nuggets, man. Nah, keep him there. Alright, let's move on a little bit. Very exciting team. Very explosive team. The Rockets. Who's got the Rockets? Hey, I got the Rockets. Anyway, NBA so um, the funny thing is I I spoke very highly of the Rockets during... Yes, I don't know if you guys heard our discussion. It was a, quite a lengthy discussion or, uh, on how the how the Rockets are going to approach the Harden-Westbrook Westbrook duo. So uh, for now, I'm gonna put in a lot of numbers. I mean, not not a lot of numbers, but um, some some a few statistics that I think um, could convince you guys that the that, that this is a good deal. So um, try me. Um, just so yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, both these players have a very high usage rate, about uh, thirty-eight point nine, and that's like the, the the biggest or the you know yeah. The most yeah, they're the, they're the top two. They're, they're the top. They're the top two of the. In history, take it in history. Um no, uh, highest usage rate of. My MJ has 40, 40 plus. Damn. Anyway, okay. so, um, Harden and Westbrook. Uh, th these two guys have very high usage. Uh, thirty-eight point nine for Harden and thirty-seven six for Westbrook, and um. <laughs> Um, if we're gonna look at it from a, a statistical perspective, history is very kind when um, when two high usage players come together into a team. Um, one of one example of this, although I'll very far, um, Michael Jordan and Scottie uh, Pippen, two very high usage players, and they won six championships together. And uh, to be more relatable, one one what. Another uh, scenario is uh, Russell Westbrook and yeah. PG. Both of them are uh, good on the ball, and they kind of actually worked out. But um, you know, injuries got got the best, got the better of Paul George, and um, a lot of it, you know, uh, was Westbrook trying to play hero ball back when it was in the Thunder, 
And um, uh, in addition to that, uh, uh, these two guys uh, they take up a lot of the possessions within the game. And if you're go- if we're gonna look up the uh, number of possessions for all the teams in the league. Uh, every year, there, there is an increasing trend. The pace of the, the pace of the league is getting much, much faster, and I think it's gonna benefit the both both of them. And they don't have to be, you know, ball hug each other because there is so much time for the both of them to have the ball, having the ball. Contrast to uh, both their play styles, uh, James Harden is more of like uh, when he goes into the lane. He's the person that's mo- most likely gonna drive in, you know, drive to get the foul, and he has a very uh, high, high percentage free throw shooter. Takes free throws a lot of the uh, most of the time in the game. Very efficient. And uh, on the ho- other hand, uh, his next option would be Russell Westbrook. When he's when he's going down the lane, he's most he's more like, he most likely to pass the ball rather than uh, try to force the issue in the under the basket. So um, if we're gonna if we're gonna co- make contrast between these two playstyles, uh, Harden Westbrook they they could have more options in a pick and roll game, which the Rockets excelled at when having you know Harden Capella or CP3 and Capella doing the pick and roll game because uh, it opens up a lot of opportunities because of Westbrook's pace. It was one thing that Chris Paul didn't have. And I think that's why they could make a good fit systematically. Um, but most of it, most of it will be on uh, Russell. He he needs to like, um, up call that. He kind of needs to tweak his playstyle a bit. You know, you don't have to remove all that engine, that or because and because that's what exactly the Rockets wanted him for his uh, energy to run the whole game and. Bringing, uh, bringing the hype into the crowd. I think that's. I think uh, this is why Westbrook is gonna be a good fit for Rocket. I don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> the sad part was I, okay. It's, it's fine. I really don't buy it. It's okay. <laughs> uh, honest opinion about the Rockets. I think they're solid. They're solid enough to win the championship. Somebody's yeah, gonna it. take the backseat, dude. Somebody's gonna take a backseat. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I I think for the Rockets though. So so this is coming from a Westbrook and Harden fan who actually followed them for their entire careers. So these two guys actually play well together, even so even more so than the Westbrook Durant system that, that they used to have. So this is something new that these two guys are MVPs. These two guys um, have led the league league in so many statistics over the last five years. These two guys lost in the first round. I think the argument here that everyone is trying to throw is Westbrook can shoot, they're both ball hogs, Harden plays too much ISO. Those things can be fixed as long as because those two wants to play with each other. So those two things can be easily fixed. It's what the reason why those two things were, were done before is out of necessity when you had you had someone like Harden who really can't trust Chris Paul and the system and like you had to do ISO because it's needed for them to catch up to the points. Because that's the only way they get score. You had Westbrook who played recklessly with reckless intent and he had to do so much on the court. And it's it look it's looking like stat padding, but it's the only way that he knows how to win. So those are 
So now with Harden or with Westbrook, I think those two can be a lethal combo. Plus the fact that, well, come on, OKC doesn't have shooting at all. So now the Rockets have more shooting. So I think this would be a better fit for Westbrook. Like he can kick out the pass, he can, they can make a three pointer, and I think Westbrook's assists will go even higher this mm. season. Because here's the thing, Harden needs the ball for ISOs, and you need Westbrook to like wait for Harden to kick out the ball. Then Westbrook's gonna. That's, shoot e- that's three an points. easy fix, though. That's how easy. how would you fix Westbrook breaking his shots? You don't. You just you just don't have let them shoot. You just have to let him shoot. Well, sounds like a liability when Harden has the ball. Yeah, and if you give Westbrook the ball, what will Harden do? Will he be just the sole like? Uh, Those are the things that they're trying to work on because the, again, they want to do this together, so they have an idea of how to make this work already. I think they're I not think, gonna they're not gonna make the trade. I think Harden is gonna be playing off ball, for sure. Yeah, although if I wanna do something about the thun- the Thunder, I mean the Rockets, I think I would pick James Harden the point guard instead, this, and then have Westbrook play. Uh, off ball, he can just run over all, all over the court. Yeah, but that's what he did with Durant. But Westbrook, you're, you're asking Westbrook to cut, to make screens, then shoot a three point shot. That, that's basically again. He's not gonna make a three pointer. Right? That's the thing about their lineup now. The reason why Westbrook was trying to jack three pointers is because OKC doesn't have shooters. Now they have Harden. Now they have Eric Gordon. They have a lot of Are other you sure, shooters. Though? I think it's just Westbrook's ego. When he no, man. Three no. point shots, because you could clearly see that there are open guys, and Westbrook. Yeah, gonna... the open guys that can shoot. That's the problem. I mean, I get, I see it. I see, I see what Arnie's trying to to, to point out, but I think, I think it would be, it would be better for the Rockets to put Westbrook on ball, just because Harden can actually spot up. Yeah, yeah. Plus, or, again, like, with, with with the current lineup. What you, what you guys don't see is the potential of what if Harden actually rests so you have Westbrook running the show on the floor yeah. so he can just revert back to what he used to be, what he used to do with the Thunder yeah, I, I can see that I can see that, that that's when, more realistic I think yeah the problem yeah. is I can't see them like playing like at the same time with like Harden's game evolved from the days I think just looking at Westbrook as a ball hug who can't shoot well what actually he's a ball he can distribute. That's the thing about Westbrook that you guys don't see. He actually has the highest assist this season. I mean, last season. Yeah, that, that's why I want him on ball. That's why because yeah. yeah. he can make those passes for sure, and that's why I want Harden yeah. to uh, to shoot the ball too because he can spot up. But the like yeah. another concern is like the rest of the lineup because like if if Harden plays the the two. That leaves Eric Gordon to play the three, and then like you have Russell Harden and Eric Gordon as your one two. I think three. they're switching it up though. It's like Russell Gordon Harden. It's it's not it's not Russell Harden Gordon. So Harden's playing the three. Yeah. Ah, man, that that just screams no defense to be honest. Yeah. We're gonna rely on Capella to fight. So that, that that's 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 the danger of their lineup. If that's the case. I have to be honest. The danger of the Houston Rockets lineup is their actual defense. Mm. But again, what the, what again? It's it's a DM turning system that they just have to run the ball. It's like how the Phoenix Suns used to play. They're gonna be super good in the season, but I don't see them really performing well afterwards. They got Capella for defense, but that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. 
And they need Eric Gordon to be consistent. Yeah. Which he was not last se- last season. So he was kind of okay. It's okayish. But he's not he's not the Gordon that you know the full potential Gordon that they could have. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. If Gordon's consistent as fuck, like Harden, Chris Paul, and Gordon's gonna win the. Well, I guess it's a. Uh, you could go back and say that they were an injury away from the finals again, but. I mean that that's just a Chris Paul thing, right? Yeah. Right. And yeah, you could point out that I I guess they it could work because Chris Paul and Harden are both like like they need the ball, right? And it worked for the first season. In the second season, it didn't work because of the like the chemistry issues. Mm. So I think I think yeah, Westbrook and Harden would like to play with each other. So I think chemistry is gonna be easy on them. And it would be fun to watch them like taking turns, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think they, you have to accept the fact that one of them has to play off ball. And I think with these guys are superstars already. They know how to win. I, they know how to lose, of, of course. So now I think they know how to win, which is actually making less mistakes by playing together as a unit. Um, and they have to improve their defense, of course. But again, I think we're also discrediting the fact that is actually a decent defender now because before he wasn't, but yeah. right now he actually is. He is. He is. He's actually decent yeah. now. Steals. And also top ten, also a decent defender. He's one of the best guys who actually intercepts the pass. Who Westbrook? Yeah. 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 yeah he is. He is. Those. So again, they run by they run by pace. They run as one. That's what the Rockets motto is. But it's actually what they're embodying right now. They Perfect. just have to run. Perfect. 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 All right. Perfect point. Let's. Uh, let's carry on over to uh, one of the more solid franchises in uh, in the NBA Ooh. right now, the San Antonio Spurs. Okay, this is mine. So Perfect. I've been talking a lot already. Um, right now, let's look at the San Antonio Spurs lineup. So this is the only thing that I haven't really thought much of because number one, I hate the Spurs. Yeah. But Oof. again, uh, it, it's a personal reason. It's not a basketball reason. Okay. Man. Uh, right now, right now it's right now they have the De- Deontay Murray who got injured last season, right? Yeah. Yeah. You have Derek White who actually rose to prominence. Yeah. Good. Demar Derozan. Good player. Yeah, good player. Yeah, Demar Derozan, Rudy Gay, and Lamarcus Aldridge. How old are these guys? Holy cow! Aldridge. Oh, Rudy Gay is so old. Gay is thirty-four. Old. And Derozan is thirty. Derozan is thirty. Derozan is thirty. These guys are getting old, and I think the. As as much as I like the whole, as much as I like Popovich, I think they're just chasing Pop. the fact that Pop they're just trying cool. to keep the playoff streak alive. Because right now they have they have twenty two consecutive seasons of being the playoffs, right? I don't know. <laughs> Brian so, was like, like no. It. Yeah, Carlo, 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 you have something to say? Yeah, just, just say it later. Just say okay. Just say it later. So, okay, so. We we discuss about the lineup. Deontay Murray, I'm not sure how he's gonna re- if he's gonna be healthy, but Derek White is a revelation last season. I think he helped the the Spurs actually make the playoffs. Yeah. Because when you look at the standings from last season, it's the Spurs and the Clippers who have the same standings. They have the same standing at 48 to 34. And then when you look at their season from last year, I think they all it almost lost. It, it took them one game to actually be losing. So it, it was the game against Denver where they got blown out, by the way, mm. with Lamarcus Aldridge having 16 points. 
That's how bad that game was. But they actually had a decent showing. They almost got the spot to the Kings. They almost lost to the Kings for everything. Oh, okay, so... You almost conceded that. <laughs> uh, anyway, sh- later, later, dude. I'm just trying to get my point Okay. I think that the Rosen Aldridge was not working as much as we hoped for, but again, it's all it's all on Kawhi, the way he did the trade. Uh, they got the Rosa just for consolation. Um, so that that's something that they're trying to make it work. Um, they have a deep bench. I like their bench. They have Patty Mills, they have Byron Forbes, they have Mark, uh, Jacob Poto, they have Looney Walker the fourth. Bellinelli is in the third string, by the way. So he's kind of they have they have a deep yeah deep winning spot, but then again, um, he, 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 they lack court with Aldridge and Poltel, and that's it. The others are like are not there yet. They're not super ready to get some more minutes. Um, I think they're gonna make the playoffs, unless because again their their only goal at this point, unless things change, is to make to keep their streak alive. It's like the Undertaker. At WrestleMania, they didn't keep it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the expectation is for them to make it at least borderline top seven, eight. Um, although their floor is they won't make it. They're gonna be they're gonna force to rebuild this whole lineup because they're not getting they're not improving as much as much as they wanted to. Yeah, they're not. Cause I think I think Aldridge's game isn't gonna go away completely because of the way he plays. He doesn't yeah. play athletically. He, he he shoots the ball, and he dunks when he's given the ball. He just kind of lays it in. Like nowadays, he doesn't completely dunk over people either. Yeah. The the problem is uh, with Demar Derozan because he's getting up there. He's gonna turn yeah. thirty. Uh, he just turned thirty this year. And I don't know if he can c- keep uh, shooting the way he's shooting. I mean, the, oh. the one revelation that we had from DeMar DeRozan this year is he can pass. He's the second highest assist guy for a small forward, SGSF, in the in the league. Yeah. Like, only behind LeBron James. So, yeah, this guy is... I don't know if his passing is going to increase like that much, but <laughs> he's proven that he's not just a scoring machine. He can distribute yeah. it too. Also, you have to you have to know that this is Aldridge's final year of his contract. So that's something that uh, you might want to figure out. If they lose, they can actually just blow it up and trade Aldridge for younger players, or just get draft picks. Yeah. and it will coincide with Pop retiring, right? That would be so perfect. Yeah. Why 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 are you guys acting like thirty years old is like a very old age if you're in Spurs? Because Just, 30 on, is old already, man. 30 is old, no. Right? Is old dude. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. Okay, no, no. Okay. Here's You're here's old. my thing. Here's my take on this person. Dude, they, they had a bad front office for the last few years. Yeah, they, they to be fair, to be fair. Salt. To be fair, to be fair, okay. Uh, I, I, I acknowledge the fact that uh, we, the Spurs, are not that of a team that they were back when, they, when, when we had the big big three. I acknowledge that fact, <laughs> and and um, the 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 I think the part where we have depth. Unfortunately, most of those players are composed of guard. We have a very huge guard overload on the roster, and yeah, uh, for the front front court, there isn't much anything to work on. With. Um, basically, uh, I I do believe that we can still make the playoffs though. 
although like what you said on the ceiling seventh or eighth but i think i'm gonna go for six what for this i'm gonna go for six for this really yeah they still have they, they can they, they still have the potential to uh, where, where do you put golden state then See for the ceiling, maybe the playoffs. Fuck them. No, like, no, 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 no. I, I, we'll talk more about the Warriors later. But you know, my take on the on the Spurs. Actually, uh, we have the same. We have the same floor and ceiling. Um, as a Spurs, as a Spurs fan, you know, I want, I want to see the, I want to see the Spurs to win. I want to keep the playoff streak alive. But you know, uh, we also have to face the uh, inevitable death. So at at one point in time, we have to like rebuild, re- rebuild the team. Although yeah. uh, the the play the playoff push will not be uh, the, we'll, we'll we'll always be considering the playoff push because uh, these uh, this year will be Demar Derozan and Lamarcus Aldridge's contract years. So maybe we can maybe we're gonna get uh, the same if not a better output from the two. And uh, I think most of the most of Demarcus uh, most of uh. uh What's his name again? Oh my god! Uh, most of Aldridge's most of Aldridge most of Aldridge's woes last season is mm, the the there's the reception is not there. I mean, there's no there's not much service aside because Derek White himself he's not a pure point guard. He's more of a uh, scoring guard and a shooting guard. Also, Brian Forbes was who's also not a very high caliber player. I mean, he can get his streaks, but. He can also be very consistent, inconsistent, and Demar Derozan, and I think most of the problem with Demar is uh, chemistry issues and his own play style as well. That's uh, lost most of the games in San Antonio. Yeah, that's my all in all. That's my take on it. Yeah. I, I think I we're agree, on the same page. I agree for the most part, except for the fact that the rank them super high when yeah. the West is so competitive that. The the Rockets will actually kick them out of the playoffs. That's for sure. Or the Thunder. I mean, you, you forgot about Dallas. Oh, Dallas. Yeah, even the Dallas too. So you, you you're you're for, you're forgetting the fact that these guys are getting super young and super fast. Mavs, no, the, the Mavs Spurs are not going to make the playoffs. I don't think so. Yeah, the Mavs won't make it. And the Spurs no, are playing the, the same game. They play, they've been playing for so long. Even the Kings will knock them out. I think that's the that's what's the realist. Thing that's gonna I think yeah. th- they are competing with the Kings, but yeah. th- that's such a tough call, honestly. Spurs and the Kings. Think, There's still some yeah. star power in uh, San Antonio Spurs. Like, I don't want to underestimate their stars too much. Yeah. So, uh, I think Spurs you, will edge them out. You can't underestimate the the magic of Popovich, right? Yeah. When is the Mars contract coming up? I think it's also this year, right? Yeah, like isn't there a thing with players trying to look good in their contract year so other other teams yes, may yeah. want to get them? It's so, what cousins trying to do. So yeah, this is I think I think our, the two guys may want to like, you know, outdo their their averages. So so they get good contracts next year. So that's something to think about too. Although I don't, I don't know. I think Aldridge is a step slower this time. He doesn't need like, to be fast. He's like his play true. style, right? Yeah, that's he's like so. So you know, the Spurs had the Duncan Robinson, right? Yeah. 
their literal pitch to Aldridge was, "I'm gonna make you into a Tim Duncan when he retires," and now it's that's actual place now. Now, yeah, it's actually there. It's <laughs> the old man. So I think he's gonna play for. He's gonna be for a long time, but you know, I I do have I do hate the Spurs for a lot of reasons, uh, but they do had the bad. They do have a bad front office for a long time, except for the fact that they traded. They they got Aldridge. But they also signed Pau Gasol. They had Rudy Gay. They had David West. What are you gonna do with these guys? You know what? Like you're flaming Rudy Gay right now, but he had a pretty decent last Good year. Good season, yeah. It was like a, I mean, Rudy Gay's yeah. That's pretty. Like the with this injury, we thought like everybody thought that he would be you know done for. What was his injury? It was the ACL, wasn't it? I think so. I think it was an Achilles. Wasn't it? I think it was, it was an injury. Or... Yeah, either. Let me find yeah. out. There was an injury that happened. Mm. That really took his uh, steps, though. Well, yeah. So, like, he had a resurgence last year with the Spurs. Very good. And, yes. yeah. Averaging 13.7 points. Yeah. Or, yeah. Decent. Oh, decent yeah. for... Yeah. Uh, he played 69 games. 69 games. Perfect. Yeah. Nice. He did have a uh, Achilles injury, but that was like 2018, I think. Yeah. That must be. That must have been it. Yeah. All right. So can from... can, we, can, can I yeah yeah can yeah. I round can it I up. also add can it's not a round out. It's uh, actually a fun tidbit about the Spurs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We they have an assistant coach. Uh, if you guys know Chip Engeland, if you don't, he's an American Filipino. Um, he was a naturalized Filipino and he played for the like for the PBA. Oh yeah, right, right, right. You know what? Speaking of like tidbits, did you know Jimmy Alapag was a summer league coach of yeah. the Kings? He was the part Kings. of the Yeah, he is. He was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. so that's part of it. So anyway, uh wrapping up my talk about the Spurs, I think the Spurs has to has a lot of figuring out to do this season in terms of how do they build the rest of their team. Inter- especially that their star players are in their contract seasons. Do they decide to blow it up? Do they decide to go for one more run? Or is this actually Greg's last season as coach? And so on and so forth. So he has a lot of things to think about. Alright, let's funnel it in to uh, the, the Young Guns. It's the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> yeah, I like I'm this. Alright, so... Yeah, um, well, yeah. Phoenix Suns? Yes. Why? Who's got the yeah, Phoenix Suns? I got the Phoenix Suns. So the Phoenix Suns, I'm just gonna point out their key signings right now. So they signed they they designed Kelly Oubre. Yes. So that's a that's that's a win. Right? Yes. That's a win. And they signed Ricky Rubio. Yes. They got a point guard. And they also got Dario Saric. Yes. That's nice, right? They mm-hmm. got now 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 here's the interesting part. They got Frank Kaminsky and Aaron Baines. Uh huh. Okay, so good signings, right? Solid. And yeah, and here's what they lost: they lost their scorer T.J. Warren. Okay. They lost Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson. They lost the three-point shooter Troy Daniels. They lost Dragon Bender. They lost Richan Holmes for the Kings. Uh, they lost a lot of picks. Like a lot of picks. Hmm. So I really don't know if you could you could tell Phoenix Suns is going for the like the young guns, like young guns um, 
um, stereotype because they got they got good veterans and Ricky Rubio and Saric, right? Yes. So I think they they're they're going to hope to win now. They're 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 really hoping that they're gonna win now. Their starters, their still their starters are still you know Kelly Oubre, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton, right? Yes. So you could you could switch or you could like slide in Ricky Rubio and Saric there. That sounds. That's your project. That's, that's scary. actually good. Yeah, they have actually, Mikal good. Bridges. That's yeah, like... they have Mikal Bridges for mm-hmm. a backup. Yeah. So he did nice last season. So, like, I give I give flame or shit to the Suns, but I think I like their lineup right now. I think like, it's yeah, they're probably to gonna contend, do it. Right? Yeah, I think they they could compete right now, but I'm not gonna give them the playoff spot to the eighth seed. So, I think they can compete right now. I think uh, let's wait for another year or another season. And you know, I like they signed Rubio. They have to trap better. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't. I know. I don't trust their. They're probably not as good as it had with the Steve Kerr. Yeah. Although I want to see Cam Johnson really developing into a star. Yeah. Cam Johnson, that guy's okay. a scorer. Uh, how did you, you know, how do you see him? What what's his role in the coming uh, years? I think he's he's gonna replace Ubre in the starting lineup, and then Ubre's just gonna be traded somewhere else. Ubre did good have, though. Yeah, he did. he did. He was the only saving grace from the Wizards. Mm. Yeah, it's true. Like I'm just sad that I'm just sad so that PJ Warren's out. You know, that's that they. Yeah. But he's in the better. He's in a better team right now. So I'm glad. He's... Very questionable decisions, but I guess it's the Phoenix Suns. Not that we care about all of them anyway. Yeah, we we give shit and fame yeah, shit, them but, every you know, time, right? But I think they're, they... they're talented, but think it could have been worse but i think you know they addressed some of their issues it's always first <laughs> they address yeah. they addressed their issues so i can't say that the suns will be like the like the first thing in mind if you're going to you know think about the the most like most weakest team in the like the west one Cause... one player I'm excited to see uh, make a comeback is Sarge. They really messed yeah. him up in yeah. Minnesota. Timberwolves, yeah. Yeah, and like you, you, you guys know how he played in uh, when he was a starter Phoenix in Spurs. Philly. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like he was the, he was the energy guy, right? He got he got the rebounds. He got like the surprising three point <laughs> shot when he was open at the top of the key. Uh, and like he, like he was definitely the glue guy, and he didn't have a chance to shine along with who's that other player? Who's the other player that they said? Rob Cobb. Yes, Covington. Uh, in the in Minnesota, they kind of messed him up too. So, yeah, I'm sca- I'm so, so excited to see uh, the dude. I think that's his name, uh, Darius <laughs> Saric or something, or something like that. I forgot. So yeah, so, any more points? Yeah. Uh, DeAndre nah, Ayton, excited for his uh, improvement. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he like third in rookie of the year this season? He was not. He was third. He was third, right? It was Doncic, Trey Young, right? But if you really look at like the the stats for DeAndre Ayton, the the guy's averaging like seventeen and ten. Consistent. Yeah, he's so much better than than everyone else. I think it's just because he's in the Phoenix Suns that's like oh, I don't gotta I'm not gonna vote for this guy. Yeah. 
and like they, he, he's not flashy either. Yeah, yeah, he's effective though. He's very effective, I think. All right, time to move on to the Thunder. Whoa, it's a Thunder already. We we've, we've only got a a few more teams left to go through. The Oklahoma City Thunder is my team, though. Like they're not my team. They're it's just. <laughs> It's just assigned <laughs> to me, not my yeah, team my, at all. My team. Yeah. So yeah, the biggest the biggest thing that happened obviously is the uh, the Chris Paul trade, which is horrendous for <laughs> this team because like there's there's literally no no good that can that Chris Paul can bring to this team. Like what? Like I I know that Arnie made a point about. Having good point guards like helps you win, t- uh, helps you win in general. But Chris Paul ain't that guy anymore, man. He's yeah, old. Yeah, I mean, he's not good. That's the thing. Yeah, he's. I, I said having guard. good point guards can <laughs> help you, but Chris Paul is definitely not good. Cause, cause, like I go through the lineup, right? So the potential lineup is, uh, Chris Paul, uh, Shai Gilius Alexander, uh, Danilo Gallinari. Uh, Muscala, <laughs> Muscala. T. And Ferg. Ferg. Yeah, what? T. Ferg. He's a starter. Ferguson. Ferg, Gallinari, and Adams. Okay, so Terrence Ferguson, Gallinari yeah. four, and then Adams, right? Yeah. So I go through uh the list like point guard, like what Chris Paul is top one like top fifteen point guard. SGA is like I don't know what what his percentile is among all shooting guards, and you go through the list and like you realize that the team is not they don't have the good players this year, for yeah. sure. So I they they are they are very near that uh, that Phoenix Suns, uh like I don't know if, I didn't even know if you can call it the Phoenix Suns territory anymore, but they're getting really down there. I like even what's the best case scenario for this team? Chris Paul plays decently well. He scored, he scores 17, uh, 17, 5, and like 8. And then Steven Adams gets like 15 and 10 every game. Danilo Gallinari plays decently well. Scores like 17 a game. That's not enough in the West, honestly. And I think probably realistically we're looking at a 10 seed here. And that's actually good for the West if you're a 10 seed. Mm. Because that's because you're just two spots below the competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think their realistic spot can be even like a twelve seed. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm speaking this as a Thunder fan that they can compete, but they're just gonna choose not to because I think they're gonna go for the tank. Yeah, they're they're they they mean they've got the picks already, right? They they can even build yeah. upon their tank that we're getting, you know, the uh we're heading into the large lottery. Yeah. So yeah, that's what that's what I think. Not not close to a playoff team. Probably I don't know. If things go super badly for all of the other things, things have to go super badly for all of the other teams for them to even compete for the playoffs. And obviously the floor for these guys, uh, very bad. Closer to the bottom. So, yeah. yeah. I agree, I agree. I think uh, the Thunder offseason isn't over yet. They still have to figure out one more trade about Chris Paul. Chris Paul, yeah. They have to figure out how they're going to move him and his bad contract. Although I think Chris Paul has realized that he can't move as much as he wants to anymore because, again, he knows that he has a bad contract and he's not going to force teams to actually do something about this mm-hmm. because that's just going to ruin the whole co- the competitive landscape of the league. So, 
<clears throat> so again, uh, looking at this lineup, I think if they move ball, that would be super good for this team. Yeah. I mean, th- you can just ruin the whole ceiling and floor because there's they still have to build the whole house. That's the case. Mm. So I think Chris Paul, he should be moved, and then the point guard will probably be will obviously be Shea Gilgeous Alexander. Mm-hmm. You, you have to move in the shooter, shooting guard, and then Ferguson, Kalinari, Adams. Again, you can still move a lot of pieces here, depending on, depending if you wanna actually you actually wanna trade them, or you just wanna keep Gallo with Adams. Um, it's a good it's a good thing that this build up rebuild happened because we're just gonna trade Adams before for nothing at this point and. Westbrook and George has so such bad contracts that is keeping us from developing, and they were not winning as much as we wanted to. So that 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 guy named Carmelo. You know, <laughs> I wonder if he's getting signed. No, he's not. The Lakers. What, you know, you know what? You know what? What if like the Lakers gets Howard, Carmelo, and probably get Amari? What is this? Two thousand five <laughs> team. Sign, sign all, sign all of, sign all of them in like. Uh, like a the, low end minimum, minimum salary. Hey, you know? If you're talking about it, then just sign Vince Carter as well. Like sign Vince Carter. He's got one yeah. year left. <laughs> like, it's like a slam dunk competition type. Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki. Just sign everyone to a minimum. Dwayne Wade, Kevin Garnett. <laughs> you know what? I was look, I was. It's one segue about this. We were talking about old stars. I said I researched about this. I found out that Chris Bosh is still being paid next, this season. Oh, really? Last season, yeah, really? yeah. So a part of it will be paid by uh, it's actually and Bosch... a part of it will be paid by his insurance for like his hospitals and stuff. By the NBA itself, that's such uh, a new thing. And you know, in the case of Chris Bosh, if if his you know his blood clot, uh, issues yeah, yeah. Didn't it's not show. his fault. Yeah, it's not his fault. He could still have been playing right now. To be yeah, honest, he could have retired. Yeah, yeah, he could have. At the same time as Dwayne Wade, I think. Yeah, yeah. Mm. pretty much. And like his game, like he he changed it too. He was like one of the better, uh, better alpha he was prototypes. No, nah, it was like he was like the prototype for like the current stretch four, right? Because he developed that yeah. three. He was getting inside there on the defensive end, and yeah, yeah. he, he, and he Kevin could have played now. That thing. Yes, exactly. That's true. So I think okay. So moving back to the Thunder, right? You would have Shagels Alexander at point guard. You move in Andre Robertson, who's gonna come back this season to your shooting guard. I feel so, I feel so bad about that guy, by the way. Um, so so you know the you know the season that we had Carmelo, mm-hmm. Paul George, and Russell Westbrook, and Robertson Adams. We were dominating so much until Robertson got injured, and then it all it all shut down because Carmelo can't defend at all. God. And anyway. Your your second unit will be super strong, but again, we're not gonna be competing this year. That's yeah. the, so I guess we'll leave it at that. Right. Let's leave the Thunder at that and head on over to the Warriors. So who's got the Warriors? Okay. Uh, so here's my take. Warriors this season. Well, as you can see, this isn't the team that you saw winning. Uh, you, you saw getting to the finals five straight times in a row. They lost a lot of key players: Sean Livingston, Kevin Durant, Andre Iguodala. It, it's like uh, you lost most of the soul of the of that roster. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
the players that we have, uh, Mar- Mar- uh, he's one of the young players in Hawk. Uh, and um, for the rookies, we have uh, Eric Pask, Jacob Evans, both of them, who actually did very great during summer league. Uh, they, these these two could like uh, space the floor. And they're uh, however, the for the Golden Warriors is uh, they don't they don't have that uh, depth anymore that they used to have. Like uh, most of the role players, they have right now. Uh, rookies, sophomores, most of them are young players. It's it looks like a mini. Re- Aside from the fact that uh, they also have a new center in with time, um, if you're gonna look at the potential starting five of this team, it looks like a it's the worst lineup that they have uh, in comparison to their starting uh, lineups in their five-year See, so uh, my ceiling for them, I still think they can make top four because of the. Uh, well, there's still Steph Curry on the line, and Clay Thompson's gonna be back on March. I think they can be a d- decent team due to the. I mean, the West is gonna be stacked. There's no team that can uh, go higher than 60 wins, uh, in my belief. Uh, see, and the floor for me, um, I'm gonna do a bold take on this. If we're gonna talk about floor, I think they're not gonna make the playoffs. <gasps> That's it's no, a ball thing wow. because most of their most of their players, I, most of their players are young. Yeah, then but it, they have green. Wow. Green. And if, if... <laughs> that's actually bold prediction. I have to disagree. That's with that. a very yes, sir. That's a very bold prediction. I'm gonna tell you that. Yeah, because like if you if you think about it, the the worst case scenario I think for the the Warriors is load management for Curry, and then Clay Thompson comes back on February or March, and then like, like imagine if Steph for Curry only plays fifty percent of the games, until Clay gets back, it's gonna be solo Draymond Green carrying the team, and who else is on that team? D'Lo. D'Lo. Yeah. D-Lo. And Willie Cauley Stein. Yeah, and the I think the problem with the team is more of uh, chemistry problems because uh, the the team you know they thrive they thrive due to chemistry and right now uh, the team doesn't have that same kind of gel they had during their dynasty years. Uh, I, I have it's actually it's a very bold take. Yeah, I, the we 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 should see we should see. Uh, it's uh, I'm not, I'm not pretty sure. So, I don't know. Maybe you guys. So. Mm, yeah, I, I think it's pretty fair. Uh, I just got, I was cut off because of the rain, but you still got curry and green. You could still make something happen with those two. Assuming curry plays majority of the. Uh... Yeah, barring any injuries, mm. they can still make the playoffs. But they're not. I'm not gonna say that they're gonna miss them. Are you going to exchange or you know switch the Warriors for the Sun? No. For the 
Suns are lower tier. The Suns are lower tier. I mean, at, with, the, with the right circumstances, right? You could switch the I Suns just think and the, the Warriors, I think. It could happen. It might happen. It could happen. And, and no, the it's not the possibility. And the in the Angelos coming off from an All Star performance, All Star year. Who, who's to say that you know Warriors doesn't have the star power this, or the manpower to go to the playoffs? They got the Angelo Russell, they got Curry, they got Green. I'm not too I'm not too hot on the Warriors if they're not a hundred percent. I'm just yeah okay. You, you you have your own opinions and shit. Yeah, so. yeah it's a. I mean, if you are gonna look at it, the uh, the ceiling. Uh, you know, my 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 ceiling and floor is very far because I think they are very. This is a very mysterious thing because uh, I don't have any idea how are play that uh, the current lineup. I I have no idea. Right. All right. So uh, we're heading in to some. Some new teams here, so I can take the Dallas Mavericks just a bit here. So Dallas Mavericks, they've got Luca, they've got Tim Hardaway. These are just like the the notable people, Kristaps uh, Porzingis, and they've got Boban, right? So on paper, that sounds like a pretty decent team. You know, Luca Doncic has a pretty decent, uh, like not even decent, like an explosive uh, first year. Uh, rookie year, and I think I will expect him to grow just a little bit more. Hit maybe a sophomore slump, so maybe hit around 21 22 points a game with a little bit better efficiency. Uh, we're looking at Tim Hardaway Jr. Now, this guy is just a volume shooter, I don't think he's too precious of a player, especially with the type of player Luca is that likes to take shots, uh, shoot first kind of guy. Rather than uh, like a pass first kind of guy, and Tim Hardaway, uh, he, he likes to shoot. You know, sometimes he takes he, like a lot of the times he takes bad shots. It's not the best. Kristaps Porzingis is the biggest question mark. Uh, do you guys know if he's playing this year? He sure has taken his time, right? I think he is. He's already playing this year. I think so. So yeah, so I expect the first half first quarter of the year to be an adjustment period for Kristaps Porzingis and then a little after he's going to be uh, he's going to go a little hot after that uh, Boban I don't know how you guys feel about Boban I think he's slow I think he's uh, with the right lineup he's great but most of the time he feels like a, he feels like a, a liability on defense especially if it's like a run run at you kind of team like he he excels in like uh, defensive sets, because right? he's super tall, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like seven three seven four, it's crazy, man. And I think he may actually be the uh, starting, uh, center. starting center for the Dallas Mavericks, along with Kristaps Porzingis, which is like I don't know seven three seven four as well. So the length of this team, like the bonkers, it's right? it's kind of you know, it's kind of crazy how much length they have underneath that rim. Yeah, and they and they have uh, they have uh, Giannis's um, brother. So yeah, so like I don't know how they're gonna utilize uh, Costas Antetokounmpo, but defense, I guess. Yeah, like he's like maybe he's gonna be put on like a he's gonna be asked to defend a three. 
because yeah. he's six ten and then like he's still a rookie, so you want to give him as much of an advantage as you can. Yeah. Uh, with his, with his defensive uh, capabilities, I mean assignments, defensive assignments. So, um, all in all, any other interesting people? Seth Curry, Courtney Lee, not really. I mean, they're pretty good. You got shooting, yeah. You got shooting with uh, with Seth Curry. So, mm-hmm. I think he That's has nice. the last year. He had the highest three point percentage. Out of all Ooh. the NBA, so that's it's kind of something. Uh, wow. but all in all, like if you if you see who are competing, oh, actually, if you see who are competing for the uh, the eighth seed, that's the Spurs, and you think you gotta think uh, the Kings, and the who thunder? else? Nah, not the Thunder. Probably not. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if between the Kings. And the the Dallas Mavericks and the San Antonio Spurs. I would actually give the edge to the Dallas Mavericks and would probably judge them as a, a fringe uh, playoff team. Probably lose the first round if they do get into the playoff team. But obviously, um, if things go wrong, some injuries happen with the with some of the guys here, some of the key guys like Luca. Or aggravate that uh, that injury that he had with Chris Pla- Porzingis. Uh We may look at the uh, like the Phoenix Suns territory here. Uh, all in all, for the Mavs. Yeah, this is that's the floor. The floor. Eh, it's a good projection, I guess. Is it, there's there's too many question marks as well mm-hmm. with Porzingis. So and we just hope that the Doncic is still, you know, the player that we saw this season or the last season. Mm-hmm. Because he's going to his sophomore year, and you know what happened to so- sophomores. Yes, they, they kind of th- there's a slump that they have to get over, usually. Yeah. yeah, not not much, not a lot of interesting teams. This isn't a team that I'm probably gonna follow, uh, in the regular season. Ooh, probably, really? probably not. I said probably not. Nah. Yeah. Right. Okay, so. Uh, next team. Anybody want to take the Timberwolves? I think Carlos. Carlos gonna get the Timberwolves. Yeah. Um. I've been I've been following Timberwolves quite a while because they're a very they're the the team is very unpredictable this coming season. Though I do not predict that they could make the playoffs as well. Even the top eight seed because they lack a lot of firepower. Even if they do have Carl Anthony Towns. And anyway, uh, there are there are no uh, notable new faces on their team aside from Jared Culver, which is one of the top players in the uh, NCAA March Madness last season. Mm. And also, um, they other other well. Players they could have next season. They have next season is Joshua Kogi, who mm-hmm. unfortunately is coming off an injury, and there's also Tyus Jones, who's currently under a qualifying offer. So uh, they might they there's there are actually rumors that they may not be able to. They're not gonna sign him uh, during the season because um, I don't know. Maybe they could. I I don't. I'm not sure what what the plan of the front office for the Timberwolves. And uh, for other players, uh, they still have uh, Robert Covington. And word from the uh, word from social media is that 
Andre uh, the, uh, Wiggins was training very hard this season, uh, during this offseason. Mm-hmm. He's not going to play on the national team for the World Cup. And I th- and uh, according to the according to uh, most uh, wolves uh, subreddit, um, I think he's taking a uh, taking further step in his development and try to show that um, he's not merely an athlete an, an athletic player. Maybe he could uh, improve this season and. Um, I think the ceiling for this team, um, still, I think they're not going to make the playoffs. Oh, uh, no. eight, seeds, uh, eight seed is a bit too hopeful for this team. They lack the depth to take, to take the team to a you know, uh, uh, season-growing match. Season-growing 82 games. And um, aside from that, uh, the team itself is not, you know, Although they they have playoff experience already, but it's not enough. They they have solid players. Unfortunately, it, it would not be enough to take them, you know, to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. you have things to say. All right. So uh, I'm I'm kind of curious with uh with uh Carl Anthony Towns and how you how you guys rate him. What do you, what do you guys think of uh, Carl Anthony Towns as a player? Mm, I think he's he's one of the top centers in the league. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, uh, it gets mm, it gets shadowed by performance of the team, and he's a good leader uh, for the team uh, on the on the team. But it doesn't translate into wins. He's like a player that you know has the stats but doesn't come up with the wins. What do you mean? We call that like uh, empty stats, right? Yeah, he's like he's like the uh, a much better version of uh, Kevin Love when he was still in the Timberwolves, and it might not be f- too far off that Carl uh, Anthony Towns might get traded to other teams, mm-hmm. maybe. Also, most like and Wiggins, he's not too far off from that trade. Um, it's okay because uh, you know the Timberwolves are one of the highest teams when they still had you know they still had that young core but now I don't know maybe ceiling yeah they can like maybe 10 9th place and the floor I think there is Suns territory usually Suns territory they might even go oh, last maybe not a little maybe not that bad <laughs> yeah I think 14th is a 14th to 9th that, 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 that's a safe prediction Okay, I want to play a game with Carl Anthony Towns. You tell me if this player, you tell me Cat if Cat is player, then the player I'm gonna, uh, gonna mention. Okay. 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 Vucevic. Vucevic is better. Whoa. I think Cat's yeah. better. Okay. DeAndre Jordan. Oh. Cat. Cat. Okay. Miles Turner. 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 Oh no no, Turner. yeah yeah Turner, um, Turner. Damn, it's a hard answer for me. Yeah, I'm going for Miles. Okay, Stephen Adams. Cat. Cat. Clint Capella. Cat. Cat has the shooting. Yeah. Cat. Clint is Capella is inconsistent. Yeah. Okay. Andre Drummond. Oof. Uh, Ooh. Cat. Mm. 
I'm gonna say Cat. Okay, five more players. Al Horford. Orford. Al Horford. Al Horford. Horford, man. Yeah. That versatility, man. Okay. Jokic. 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 No question, sir. No question. Okay. Gobert. Gobert. Again, Gobert. no question. Embiid. Embiid. Yeah. Jojo. Going for Cat. Embiid <sighs> over. Cat over Embiid? Like, Embiid is fragile as fuck. Okay. Embiid. Last guy, Davis. I think we all know. Yeah, yeah. no Davis? question. Yeah. Oh yeah, cat. <laughs> Ed Davis. <laughs> Ed Davis. <laughs> yeah, cat. Okay. Cat. Okay. Great. Wait, did you say Ed Davis? Yes. Oh. Oh, I, I misheard. Thought, I, thought, I thought you said Anthony Davis. That's Ed Davis. <laughs> I thought you said Ad Ad. Oh, Baron. Okay, how about that, Baron Davis or Cat? Wait, are we saying Baron Davis at his peak yeah. or at his prime? Warriors, I'm going for Baron, I'm going for Baron, Baron. Davis. I'm going for Baron Davis. Peak Baron Davis is unstoppable. Yeah, Good that dude, man. Okay, last team, Western Conference Finals. Uh, Western Conference Finals already? Because that's what I think. Because like, that's where disguise. they're going. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Going. Who wants to take this? LA Clippers. Arnie, you want to take it with me? Uh, I'll, I'll be the devil's advocate. Okay. All I'm right. just going to start off with I think if all pieces went right, they're going to they're gonna be champions for sure. But True. If, yeah. That's, that's how, how are you the devil's advocate, advocate if you're not. If no, you're no, because I, I think they're not going to be champions. That's the thing. Oh. I think they're okay. gonna bomb out in the second round. What? Yeah. They have. They're not even gonna make the. They have the, they have the most. They have the most stable. It's good like... because it's gonna be. So okay. So think about this. So at the top of the standings, you have the Lakers, the Clippers, the Rockets. Okay. That's the number four, right? So you think about the first round. The first round, you have you have all these guys. The first round, you're, you're probably gonna win. But what if second round, you actually face the Warriors? I think they win. I think they're gonna win. No, they're gonna win. Clay Thompson's not there. Yeah, Clay Thompson's not there, so they're gonna win. No, he's gonna be there by the time. Yeah, but who's gonna defend Clay? You're going to Kawhi. Kawhi and Paul George is there. Yeah, Kawhi and George. Okay, so I think you're you're overestimating the fact that Kawhi and George are there. Those guys are so fragile, both of them. But the Warriors. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so say that Kawhi, Clay Thompson has an injury already. But then again, look at the depth chart of the Clips right now. There's they have a they have a deep lineup, but they're also so shallow once injuries happen. With Kawhi and Paul George, again. You have but there, there's still a good team without Kawhi and Paul George. That's it. There, there's still a good team. If if they successfully manage the load of Paul George and Kawhi. You're going to see a team that's so like lethal. It's so lethal, and you know any team that could like match up with them at their peak at the playoffs, because that's the goal, right? They're gonna manage the load of Kawhi. Yeah, and their, their goal George. is actually playoffs. They don't they playoffs. don't really care about the season. Yeah, but they have the team for it. The team to manage the load of Kawhi and Paul George. That's why it's so dangerous. I think they, they have to, they only have to choose one because I think I don't think their team's deep enough to manage both of their loads. Oh come on! You're you're underestimating Lou Williams and Trey's. No, I, I'm not because Lou Williams gonna be the one who's gonna help manage the load, and the other the other guys will be 
the other guys won't be there to help them out. The thing is, so okay, so your starting five right now is Beverly. You have whoever George, George Leonard, Kawhi, Zubach, yeah. George or Kawhi. Yeah. He's gonna be your power forward. Green, 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 Zubach. That's gonna be starting five. So on paper, that's that's actually the best starting five in the NBA because yeah. your defense, your defense, amazing. He can't really shoot if you're the opponent. The second unit, you have six man of the year, Lou Williams. You have Shamet, who actually was a revelation when he beat the Warriors. Mm-hmm. You had Magruder, who was decent in heat. You have Moharkas and Trezel Hassel. That's uh, a Harold. decent second lineup. That's a decent second lineup, I have to say. But again, the key here is you, you know how uh, lineups with Kawhi Leonard happened already? That you have to manage the load. That means Paul George is going to get most of the minutes mm-hmm. and most of the game time. So you move it. You move out Kawhi. You're gonna. You're probably gonna put it Harkless or Harold in there, or just play Lou Williams. You still have Chandler so again, for like a little bit more, a little more push. You have Chandler. Wilson Chandler. Wilson Chandler. I don't. He's not there in my list. I don't know. Is he? Let me see. I don't think he's not there. I don't. I don't think he's there anymore. I think he moved. Okay. He's not there. Nah, he's not there. Okay. He's not there. I think the, the I think that's their main challenge actually. They have to they have to learn how to manage the load properly in order to at least activate playoff Kawhi, which is actually the most dangerous Kawhi we've ever seen. Because even with the injury, he performed so well that he took Toronto to a championship. And but Paul again, George. I think yeah. And, I think the Paul danger George. here is uh, just Paul George. If he doesn't perform well. This whole load management thing will just be a mess, and it's gonna force Kawhi to play more minutes. Which here's the thing, I, I think I think I'm not gonna agree with you. I think it's Lou Williams. If Lou Williams have a bad year, that's oh, where yeah. that's where they're going to have a, a bit of a you know a hump. Yeah, but it's just I a think, hump, man. He yeah. they could like easily like just ride it in neutral. You know. Okay, so here's another point. I was talking with the the guys over last time when we had dinner. So the key to championships is a good point guard. Look at the Warriors. Look at the Warriors. The Curry. Warriors had Curry. Yeah. The Raptors had Kyle Lowry. Yeah. The Cavaliers had Kyrie Irving. Yeah. The Boston the Boston championship had Roger Rondo. The triple Lakers double had, triple double Roger yeah, Rondo. Triple yeah. double Rondo. Uh, the Lakers at the time had. Derek. D Fish, yeah, Derek Fisher, <laughs> and we have to we have to go to the list. Who does the Clippers have? Patrick, Patrick Beverly, yeah, Patrick, Patrick Beverly. Dude, that guy's Patrick... not gonna that guy's not gonna carry a team. You don't need Patrick Beverly to carry a team. You got Lou Williams okay. and Harrell. And again, I know that's the thing that you have Williams and Harrell. Okay, but again, Williams is a scorer. Yeah, but you, you don't. You're, you're, you're saying that you need a point guard. For what? You, you do need exactly. a point guard. For you what do, exactly? You do need a point guard. You need the point guard to set everything up, set the table, set the pace. Especially if, if these guys, especially George and Kawhi, don't really mesh well. You need that point guard to really set the tone. Cause I mean, we, we had the Warriors who had the championship team, but they, all, they still needed a point guard. Yeah, but did you? But who was the point guard at Lakers? It was Kobe, because Kobe has the ball every time, right? So in this Clippers lineup, who has the ball? Kawhi or Paul George? If you manage them, if you manage their minutes, Paul George gonna 
you know, if Paul George is in the lineup, Kawhi is gonna rest, right? This is so, actually worse than this. This so so we're talking right now, right? This is actually worse than the Houston Rockets problem has, because you don't know how how the playmaking is gonna happen. Actually, you know, that's that's kind of true, because like you you run plays for PG run, and Kawhi, they they're not the one to pass the ball. You yeah, run they're literally them. the same player. They're you just take, yeah. they're just a duplicate of each other. But at least for the Rockets, you have the same. You have you have one guy who, who already knows what he's gonna do, and you have Harden who already knows what he's gonna do. So this is the thing that's gonna challenge the uh, the Clippers. There are some I, points here. Saying, there are some points yeah, there. <laughs> I'm just gonna say. Yeah, but I'm just saying that the Clippers just need to go and win games so they could like qualify for the playoffs, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically goal. that's basically that's the their goal. goal. Yeah. yeah, but you know you you can't count the other guys out. I'm not I'm not saying that Paul George and Kawhi is gonna be the reason why they're gonna win. I'm saying that this this lineup is this like, is the deepest lineup in the NBA right now. And no, we said I, that, Nuggets uh, still has the deepest lineup. Yeah, for me, and it is still lost, but, right? Even though they had the they had the deep lineup. Yeah. so you can't you can't guarantee something that even though you had George and Kawhi. Yeah, but the Clippers almost beat the Warriors. Yeah, the thing is with the Clippers, there is a scenario that they don't figure it out. Yeah. Like they they could figure it out to a certain extent, but is it gonna be good enough for the playoffs? There is a scenario like that. Especially like yeah, like Kawhi and Paul George. They're they're almost the same player, very defensive, very efficient. And they don't like handling the ball to be honest. And like yeah, there there is some merit that you need some sort of a playmaker at least Patrick Beverly's not really you know the the best playmaker they have the best like, defensive lineup but for again, sure who's gonna bring down the ball the, the court yeah you the, can't have Kawhi do that because you, you you pass the ball to Kawhi once the ball is in the half court so that so now the play happens yeah like these these guys don't really the, their stars don't really handle the ball they, they yeah. shoot the ball they, they're they're the play finishers not the playmakers what they can do if they want to do that really is to at least move Shamet into like a guard role or more of a facilitator role. I don't know how how he plays, so I'm not sure how to voice that, out. That is that is that's a that's a thing. Because before the Clippers, like he was he was the point guard. He's a point guard. He's not just shooting guard. Shamet, right? Yes, he's yeah. a hybrid. He's a shooting point guard, for sure. And I think there's gonna be some more revelations for this guy. Because I think. One of the quotes that I read uh, in the JJ Reddick trade, I think, where uh, I think, wait, when when was Shamit traded? It was late last um, season. Tobias Tobias Harris. There you go. So that the quote that I read was they got the JJ Reddick package with Landry Shamit, and he's a point guard. So big. I think if there's a player to watch here obviously the stars are going to be there Paul George Kawhi Leonard yeah. and then there's going to be the six man Trey and then Lou Williams Landry Shamit's the guy to see like the guy to watch like how yeah. he's going to develop he's like he's like that Rondo before from the Celtics where in all all eyes are on the big tree but he forgot about Shamit or yes. this, this other guy but he's better so I think he can take a he's three. better I think that's the main challenge that they have to face. Otherwise, if they, if they found if they found a solution to how to fit together with a point guard or with someone else, they're gonna win it all. Again, but if not, I don't think they're gonna make it past the second round against all of the better point guards in this league or in the Western Conference. 
you were noting like the big three of the Celtics. Who's the Clippers coach? Doc. Yeah, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe this is the newest iteration of Boston Celtics. He's going to yeah, find a way. He's going to find a way for Paul, sure. Paul George, Kawhi, and Subach. I think Kawhi plays well with the point guard, to be honest. With a good point like guard. Like Kyle I Lowry. Right? Yeah, Kyle Lowry, Tony Parker. It's funny because no, 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 if, you, if you see Raptors games last season with Kawhi, Kyle Lowry became a combo guard. He, be, he became yeah. the guy who's, who's Kawhi is going to kick out from. Kawhi was handling the ball each possession. So they, they that, that, that's the weird thing about it. You didn't need the point guard there. I don't really think so, cause like, uh, when Kyle Lowry was handling the ball when he had DeRozan, uh, he wasn't he didn't get that much assist. Last year, his assist numbers spiked. I don't yeah, know what happened. You got Siakam. I, I think it's because. Kawhi shoots better than DeRozan. I mean, that's yeah. kind of true too, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. Alright. Okay, so we went through all 15. I think yeah. we had fun. This is easily, a, a, with a, without, a, without a doubt, our longest episode. And oh, yeah. Yet. Longest episode yet. Yeah, for right oh, now. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. just, guys, don't be afraid to hit this, uh, this, this time. This was a big episode anyway. So, That's what that was what I'm saying because you were saying that we're gonna go through teams so fast, but you know knowing you guys, oh, for you real. guys love you you guys love basketball, uh, so you, you can have so many opinions against the Clippers. Yeah, you, you can't stop talking about basketball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I spent the last entire like, I spent the last two months just watching basketball and not wrestling, so I don't know. Let's speak, let's speak for Arnie, guys. If the listeners are wondering, that's big, so big. Giant. No, it's like just balancing my sports now. Because if, if Arnie wakes up, the first thing he d- he does is look for wrestling news. Yeah, that's my. That's kind of my. Well, it's fantasy season. It's basketball. Oh yeah. There we go. There we go. I think I think we're gonna launch our kind of fantasy league. Greg, um, not sure how the format will be. What? Yeah. Great it can be the four or five of us if you want. Great. I thought, I thought, I thought you, I thought you already filled out the league. Do you still no, it's it? it's not full yet. Yeah, it's not full yet. The league. Okay, you could count me in, I guess. Yeah. So we're nine. We're nine I'll people. Be, I'll be the friend. James Jones of the league. I mean, you could have the J- you could be the James Jones of the league and still have first pick. Ooh, who's gonna be first pick yeah. this year? That's gonna be crazy, huh? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's something that we can discuss more, like as like part of our segments. Okay. Fantasy, so fantasy segment. Fantasy, segment. fantasy news. Yeah. All right. All right. It make it makes you watch more NBA. Yeah. Makes you aware of the player names. Speaking of player it's... names, uh, <laughs> it's not really related to player names. <laughs> we gotta go. So that that's it. That's it for the the episode Western Conference preview. We had a lot of fun. We had a lot of talking. I had a coffee in the middle of everything, so I'm pretty up right now. I could go for a game with Dota too, uh, and and, and uh, yeah, we, we'll see you next time. Uh, this has been Pat. Arnie, this is Carlo, Carlo, Greg, and this is Greg. 
you know, don't forget, shoot balls, don't shoot people. Thanks, great job. This Thank has been you. Uh, this has been the Obviously mid-week guys, episode. This, this is gonna be played on Spotify. Yep, I don't think the people will probably listen on Spotify anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So this has been the uh, the Western Conference preview. Uh, this is the midweek. Uh, episode so we'll release this on a Thursday morning and then the next episode will be on Monday morning which we're gonna discuss the Eastern Conference preview big episode coming up yep thank you guys goodbye goodbye thank you so much guys